0: That was pretty
1: banging. I don't know.
0: What Technically, that was the best one you did. That's
1: what he said. Welcome to the A Little Off Track podcast, recorded on Cherry Street in Galesburg, Illinois, with your hosts, Eric Hansen, Ted Thievenauer, and Mandy Balser. Ten episodes is a tiny landmark and a wrap on season one of A Little Off Track, which is why we're especially delighted to have photographer Kent Kriegshauser. The incredibly vivid pictures in Life magazine had a profound effect on Kent and were really the start of his love of photographs. Let's listen in as Eric, Ted, Mandy, and Kent talk pics and go a little off track.
2: Yeah, there you go. There's last night was an example of another thing that's changed from my earlier concert going days. When I was twenty-eight, I didn't have to get up in the middle of the concert and go pee. <laughs>
3: I now do that. that I'm
2: Sixty-four,
0: I do. All right, so you'll, Aaron you'll, it depends on who's on stage, right? Right? I mean, if it was Neil Young, you won't take a pee during Neil Young and Crazy Horse, even today.
2: I don't know. I haven't <laughs> been for <laughs> just pee
0: your
3: pants. Just like <laughs>
0: commit.
4: Aaron West and I saw The Grateful Dead one time up in Chicago. Actually, not one time, the very fucking last time that they played. In Chicago Soldier at Field. Soldier Field, ninety-three, yeah. and uh, we're in there, and may or may not have been under the influence of psilocybin, but really, oh my gosh, wow, yes. woo! Um, but we're we're watching the show, and then afterwards, like I had to pee so bad because I didn't go the whole time. And we're standing in line in the bathroom, and the guy behind me was like, "Can someone push that dude and see if he's still
0: awake?" Because
4: <laughs> they, they thought that I like passed out. I oh, was just I no. peed so long, and then we got out of there. Psilocybin
0: makes you pee. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
4: So. Or let you hold your pee. Baby. And, and he <laughs> was like, "What was the problem, man?" I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I I had had to pee since like trucking." Yeah. And, and he was like, <laughs> "Oh, I <laughs> did. I peed like we." We took in this uh, gallon-sized thing of Crystal Light, (laughs) and we were drinking out of that the whole time, because that's when you could take your own drinks or whatever into a concert. And he's like, I peed in the Crystal Light jug. (laughs) Wow, and you
3: didn't notice. That the person next to you was tinkling in a jug?
0: I was tripping balls.
3: Wow, buddy. <laughs> no, I There's did not
0: notice.
3: I love this story.
0: <laughs> There's three or four people who I would have liked to have been the 10th show. I'm glad Kent Kriegshauser is the 10th <gasps> show. Hey, oh, wow. Number 10. Number yes. 10.
2: Number 10. We broke our... It's better than... Uh, no, like number 10 did. is great. Number two. <laughs> numbers, <laughs> yes, that's numbers, than number
0: two. Numbers mean a lot to Kent. That numbers mean a lot to him. Dates mean yeah. a lot to him. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I like that. One of the world's uh, finest uh, photographers. In my world, uh, that may not be true to Agreed. someone else, but in my world, he's one of the world's finest photographers. I got to know this real quick. I don't know why I was thinking about this this morning. And tell me, maybe this never happened, but I think it did. Uh, <laughs> when you were a photographer in Chicago, um, did you ever, was there ever a morning you went out? and got the paper, and you're like, I wonder if my shot made it. Or did you always know if your shot made it before you went to bed?
2: Never knew, and of course, every photographer likes to see their, so their picture on the front page. In That's, Chicago? In Chicago, especially if it's a big story.
0: It was the I Tribune or the Herald?
2: The Daily Herald. and our Daily, daily Nights, yeah. So
0: your competition, you were the Herald,
2: was what? The, cop, the main competition would have been the Chicago Tribune, the Chicago Sun-Times, and then our equivalent on the south side was called this well at one time it was called the South Town Economist it morphed into the Daily South Town.
0: So there's there's five papers you go out you're the cock of the walk there's your picture. <laughs> Chicago wow. I mean, how good do you think that fit and it's like That's Jordan. Rad.
2: Was it Jordan some morning? Oh it, yeah. It could be Jordan it could be it could be news it could be anything. Yeah. I mean something you shot the nightburg night. uh, yeah.
4: uh Mark uh what with the Cubs back then. Uh, Mark Sand uh, Mark Son, Grace Mark, Mark Ryan Grace. Sandberg. <laughs> yes.
0: Man Mark Sandberg. You'll get
4: it, uh, Andre Smushing Dawson. Together.
0: Yeah, you pushed like ten great players together. That's awesome. Uh, it's a hybrid. My you
2: know,
4: wife was gonna kick me. In
0: Mark Sandgrace,
4: the greatest <laughs>
2: Cub ever. Sandgrace Banks. <laughs> so there was there was competition Bruce. with the papers, but we would see those guys, you know, on shoots, and yeah, there was the competition was fierce, but so the friendship was pretty good. Was too. there
0: a moment like early on, like as a new guy in Chicago, where you saw that and you were pretty proud and you went? That's me. I did that.
2: Yes? Yeah, that's I great.
0: Mean, yes. So yeah.
4: just to tip that over the edge yeah. just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, back in those days, like today, everybody's got a phone that's got a camera on it. Everybody's got a digital camera. But back in those days, Kent was shooting film and slides. Yeah. So like you couldn't just take 600 shots and go, well, I guess one of these is going to be good. Yeah. You took... You had a roll of thirty six. You don't know they're
0: good until later. That's you correct. had
4: thirty six tries. No, you to know,
2: do something amazing, and you didn't right. get to look at them yeah. after you shot Yeah, him, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. exactly right. Oh, yeah, that's the move of a t- photographer
0: these days, right? They take the picture, then they look at it, and the then camera. they look at the camera. Yeah. That's your new move, can't right? For the well, last fifteen that's what years, I, that's what I did
2: then, and then with <laughs> digital, I'm just as bad as the next guy. Yeah. Well, but right, well, but, yeah, but, yeah, but it makes I mean, no like sense back working
4: with technology when you got that George. With the "Ah," tongue out, you didn't know it until you saw the film. You didn't know, and you had to be
2: good to be in the position where, and you know what, that the segue from that in with the music thing is that Rob and I were talking last night about when we were younger the anticipation to build up to a concert, the anticipation of knowing you got the shot. But whether it was in focus or not, (laughs) you know. So you had to wait Uh, until you got back to the office and process the film, and then then you're like, "Oh my God, I hope that hope you know, hope I nailed the focus on." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like I
4: had some really fun nights back in the early '90s, probably with Kent. Yeah. Like back when the Register Mail was here, and you were still shooting film, but they had this like processing room. Uh, where you would go and you develop your film or you develop the slides, whatever you were shooting, and like you go into this little dark room and you're that, that like, oh my gosh, what did I get? What did I get? Mm-hmm. What did I get?
2: I still have two beautiful prints that you were very patient. Ted was adamant that we were going to get it right. One uh. is of a livestock trucker, and one is of Red Skelton. And we oh print. Gosh. We didn't. We didn't print those at the paper. No, at, uh, those at Midwest your, Photo. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're beautiful, black Were and white prints. Were you at
0: the sh- the Red Skelton
2: shoot? I no, was no, not I, there. It yeah. was
4: Kent's negative, but, but yeah. we but took Ted it took in. the
2: negative and made beautiful prints that. Or and you know that Aww. shot, right? I that shot is it. amazing. Yeah, it
0: was. There's, it was amazing. There's some Kriegshauser in here. That one there. There's a there's a you shot know. you can't see at home. There's a studio of uh, Ted and I in the FM ninety five studios. And there's a Kent Kriegshauser original uh, uh, right above here. That's
3: fantastic.
0: That's that's my favorite. A Kent shot. I uh, can't describe what that describe that moment. I I'm pointing the picture in the corner.
2: Well, that was that was Newman and and Paul Newman and Mario Andretti at the time trials for the Indianapolis five hundred And uh, that was nineteen eighty eight.
0: Yeah, you're, and, you're just walking down. And I,
2: I, I made one last pass to the north end of the track. It was late, very late in the day, and I was kind of walking with my head down, and and uh, I thought, oh, I'll make one you're more looking
4: pe- at the pictures what? on your digital camera. No, no.
5: That's, that's
2: actually <laughs> so, from a color slide. And I looked up, and there are those guys are, a, and there's no one around them, and I'm the only photographer, and it was like... Arguably the greatest racer in the world, wow. and, and arguably the greatest actor in the world standing right there. And they're... Mario Andretti drove I mean Paul Newman was part owner of of that race team. Yeah. Okay. So that's the connection. There. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The so,
3: expression on both their faces is just
2: Well, I was I was hoping that right? I, yeah. yeah. Well I hope that they, they were just leaning there and Was I, that before the race or after that's during time trials. Oh, that's a couple weeks gotcha. before.
0: That's classic Paul Newman too though. So, look at that look.
4: Okay, we're totally going to anyway. put this in the show notes so you guys can see the picture yeah. that we are talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But holy crackers, like that is a great shot. And that's the eye that you have. Like this just. That was
2: just being at the right place at the right time. And then they didn't, thankfully, they didn't scatter because Newman is no, he never signed autographs or rarely did. And it's like I looked at them and they looked at me. And I'm like, please don't move. And I made about two or three frames. That's actually that's the only one that I kept for some reason. Wait, you no. said please don't no, move? No, I'm just thinking oh. to myself. <laughs> yeah. Please don't move. Yeah. And, and they, they, there was not a word exchange, but man, I. Yeah, it was. They
0: saw your gear, though. You oh, they, oh, with your they, gear I, on, you look like a guy well, who was, knows what he's doing with a camera. I, was near, yeah. I mean, I was close by. Yeah,
2: yeah. But they didn't. They let me do my thing, and I didn't disturb them, and it all worked out fine.
0: And, yeah. then, and then not far away from it is Kent uh, at a rainy night, the very first farm aid in 1985, out in the audience, uh, and just happens to get a, a, a pretty good shot of Bob
2: Dylan raising his hand. That is Backed, a beautiful shot of yeah. Bob Dylan. That that by, by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was ra- very, it was a rainy day. I didn't shoot a lot of film that day.
0: So now that we've taken you all over the Kent Kriegshelzer <laughs> landscape right. of photography... Um, thanks for being here. We appreciate it. Yeah, buddy. By the that's way, yeah. if everybody's good at the end of this episode, oh, we've got some yummy stuff. Really? Yeah. Oh. We always have treats. Oh. <laughs> I, like I that, think the worst teaser. treats we ever had on the show were Nikki Malley treats. We brought some processed shit for a chick who I but.
3: went to Casey's oh. <laughs> and got scotcheroos. It <laughs> was why? my turn. Way to kick Mandy in
4: the, the nuts Nobody there, Nobody
3: touched the scotcheroos, did they? <laughs> I don't know. You said to bring a treat, like, two minutes before coming, and I was like, I'm stopping (laughs) somewhere on the way, which was Casey's in Knoxville, so...
0: By the way, when I just said the worst treats we've ever had, I forgot that Mandy (laughs) brought them.
3: Insert foot into mouth.
0: Now my face is really warm. um, No,
3: you're fine. You're fine. But you guys... You have the benefit of knowing Kent already okay. and a lot of his history and I don't. So give me some background on like, oh, how on did what? you end up in Chicago? Is that where you were born? That's, like,
0: you got it When you got out of jail, you were there. in Chicago, right? right. And somebody just, <laughs> yeah. I see. I so feel you like recognize you're lying. Me by, I my am profile, lying there. <laughs> by my profile hey, shot. Hey, tell us when were those salad days in Chicago? What were the years?
2: I was in Chicago from June of 88 till March of 97 when I came down here. Wow. And I did not grow up there. I grew up in a small town. Pittsfield. Pittsfield, southwest of here. Yeah. So Chicago okay. was a... I started at the Macomb Journal right out of college and worked Western? there. F- Western? Did you go to Western? I went to Western. All right, go From what eggs.
0: you describe, a pretty idyllic 60s boy upbringing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Pitch, Pittsfield was a great place to grow up. Yeah. You know, my dad ran a hardware store. Um, uh, I would have been a third generation hardware store probably person, but dad passed when I was 14, mm-hmm. so... Yeah. and And there were... I mean, going where we're going, just, Amandy, Mandy, there were two pivotal things. There were, I saw Mick Jagger on the cover of Life magazine when mm-hmm. I was 13 years old, At my and, and I still have that magazine cover. Dad was still alive, and then Dad passed in May of 1973, and we were supposed to go to the Indianapolis 500, and, mm-hmm. and he didn't make it, so my aunt stepped in, and it, there was a lot of rain that year, so we were able to upgrade our seats, and I saw the access that to the cars that the photographers got
5: and i had always been interested in
2: photographers so it was like the 72 mick jagger thing was so so but the i'd say the light bulb really went on at the indianapolis 500 in 1973 and i'm like you know if i can't if the stones don't recruit me or i can't drive a race car (laughs) the camera's gonna give me a front row seat isn't
0: that amazing
3: i love that you put that together like just like This is the way to get where I want to go.
2: Yeah.
4: How'd you get to Chicago, though? I don't even know that I know this about you. So you were at Macomb. At
2: Macomb, I built my portfolio. I mean, it's not for me to judge how good I am, but I Well, good
4: enough to go to Chicago.
3: Good enough to be on this podcast. I told you.
2: (laughs) I started off the show best in the world. Now move on. Um, Well,
3: (laughs) and look at that Casey hat he's got on. I know I'm dying to ask about that hat, but keep on with Chicago. Well, We'll
2: I mean, quickly, I worked at Macomb for three and a half years. not that it matters, but I I do believe like my starting salary there in 1983 was eleven thousand seven hundred dollars a year. Oh wow, Holy So I paid my dues for three and a half years, and then my portfolio. There was an opening at the Daily Herald. I sent it up, and I got hired. Tell
0: me, you're making thirteen grand by the time you left.
2: I got a nice bump oh, when good. I moved <laughs> to Chicago. Yeah. Well, you had to because it's still right, costs right.
4: Six thousand a month for rent, oh. and then
2: I was up there for ten years. Most of it was well, I most of it was at the Daily Herald. Wait, don't go to Chicago yet.
0: How do you get to Chicago? What'd you put together to get you to
2: a portfolio oh. of about twenty photos? Mm-hmm. Yes, you send. You know, you compete against other. Your best What was your best one of that? time? What was your best? Well, let Red Skelton was in. He was that. in there. Oh, yeah, right. nice. Um, I couldn't name them all off. You shot
0: him at Western.
2: Yes. Yeah. Uh, There was some what we call spot news. There's a difference between spot news and general news. General news, you guys know this from... uh, Uh, I don't have no idea. General news is where you can plan for the event. Spot news is like breaking breaking news. So uh, uh, a variety. Feature photos, sports photos... Tornadoes. You know, there was no, the only tornado <laughs> I've ever seen is you, Ted. Oh, all right. Uh,
0: live and in person. Uh, By the way, another podcast guest who can walk. We can throw a rock to Ken's house. Yeah. yeah so absolutely. close. The
3: theory holds you only get to come on if you can walk.
0: you got to be close. <laughs> Mandy, I want to see you walk one day. It's not really. Uh, I'm it's not tired that. that. Ted and I ran a half i I'll ride K. my
3: bike here. We'd I'll be real half sweaty. K, half K, K, marathon. Half
0: mar-
2: oh, I remember that.
3: <laughs> a half K.
2: I. Were you there with oh, the camera man. that oh, day? Oh, I was there, and yeah. that man stuck it out. I mean,
4: my <laughs> uh, hat um, is off to you. To yeah. Batty boom finished it. Man, Is that the oh
3: first man. time you photographed a near-death experience?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Fuck you, Randy. <laughs>
3: Sorry, you just
0: Let's walked right into Let's
2: see if right that makes the it, cut. So. Yeah, no, that does. Oh, that'll that go in. Uh, <laughs> I, it's the so first.
3: where did you live at in Chicago? Like...
2: The first first year I lived in Arlington Heights in an apartment complex because it was close by. And then as I learned my way around, I found an apartment complex in Schaumburg. Mm. Closer to the... Uh, further from the office, but much nicer. I'm um, Actually, my, my balcony looked out over a horse farm. Oh. And, nice. and, and uh, I had a wood-burning fireplace. That That's not a Whoa. Chicago view you think about. No, no. no well, not at all. And then... My friends, some of my friends ridiculed me for being a suburbanite. So, about the last year and a half, I was in near Logan Square. You Whoa. got in the city. I, yeah, I got into the city, and I'm glad that I did do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You love it? I Just liked because it, a lot. it made yeah. work a lot easier right. getting to those places? Well, and- I worked second shift, and so I could sort of, uh, I, traffic wasn't that much of an issue. I could sort of focus to get focused on the way out to work, and, you know, going from downtown Chicago to Arlington Heights, and then I could sort of focus or not in a focus, but unwind on the way home from work. Yeah, sure, yeah. So, and I, uh, working second shift, I got to shoot a lot of sports and I wasn't around the suit and tie crowd as much as, uh, you know, and I, that doesn't mean that I slacked or didn't do my job. It's just that, I do better by my, I I just do better when I don't have people looking over my shoulder. I think
3: most creative people do. Okay. Right? Well, Like, yeah, we blossom when the spotlight kind of goes away. It's like, give me a minute.
2: And so I I did that. I worked for a year and a half while I was up there. I broke away from the Daily Herald, and I got an opportunity to work for an all-sports newspaper called the National Sports Daily that started in January of 1990 and folded in June of 91. Mm (laughs) And the, wow. reason, the reason it folded is we went through two hundred million dollars. Oh, wow. uh, it started in New York, Kent Chicago. Kent took a lot of yeah. slides, so
3: much film, a lot of slides. It, it,
2: irresponsible spending. It was those steak dinners on the on yeah. the road. No, yeah. I'm teasing <laughs> about. It. Um, so it folded. I went back to the Herald. Things had sort of changed at the Herald, and uh, we could spend another hour talking about that. But I, uh, I sort of burned some bridges up there with a dress code issue and. If I
4: um,
5: like it already. I like so, you at all. <laughs> That's amazing. I like Making it already. And, and so,
2: oh. so I ended up, I was, I was uh, exiled to Galesburg, and here I am about 26 years <laughs> later. Serving you having, your term. Having fun <laughs> with you guys.
4: Uh, exiled to Galesburg. Does the dress
3: code violation have anything to do with the hat you're wearing right now?
2: No, the dress code violation had to do with uh, we were supposed to wear neckties and I was on my, oh my way God, really? to, I was on my way to a White Sox game and so I wore a, <clears throat> like a polo shirt that day with no necktie and I got called on the carpet and so the next day I had a necktie on but I also had a new pierced ear and a mohawk haircut. Yes. <laughs> That's yeah. what
5: happens
2: after a White Sox <laughs> game. Oh, I like it. <laughs> it is and that didn't go over so well either. That was oh. the beginning
1: of the end. <laughs> I
4: love you, Kent. That's, that. <laughs> no, but you go- That's a classic Kent story
1: right there. Kent's yeah. immense love of photography, music, and sports collide, creating an amazing career of pictures that spans 40-plus years. And the stories are countless, like the time Michael Jordan ran his fingers through Kent's hair before stepping onto the court.
0: What? You were in one of the most enviable spots that anybody could be in except for being, like, right next to him after the game seeing Michael Jordan underneath the basket. Or or being in the end zone uh, at a, at a Bears game, right? All of all that stuff. I mean, that, I mean
2: it was Mandy asked earlier. You know, one of my dream jobs would have been to work for Sports Illustrated. Yeah. And so, uh, I've always loved sports photography. I sure don't do it as much as I used to, and I'm not maybe as proficient as I used to be. But it was it, it was enviable, Eric. It was a blast to be there, but there's there's always a lot of pressure to get those photographs and stuff. So it wasn't like you got to sit there and watch the game and have yeah, fun. Yeah, you yeah. were you, you know you were expected to produce
0: Chicago Stadium only, and, or or the stadium and the United States. Both. both. You did both. Both. The yeah.
2: stadium was. I was just telling Rob Miller last night. Uh, my the buddy that took he and his wife took Lori and I to see the the Doobie Brothers. Yeah. And the Chicago. I wish that I had taken more photos of Chicago Stadium, as not just to go in there and photograph the events, but to really have captured the character of that place, which mm-hmm. was built in 1929. Oh. Yeah.
0: And so you were working, like you said, the pressure, and some nights you were in and you're out. So getting the beauty of that place every night was probably, you it, you it was it always granted, fun to
2: walk in there, especially in the fall when we would go in to get like our photos taken for our, our press passes, or maybe, I don't know, to pick our press passes up. You know, the place smelled like fresh paint and stale beer. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and there were no service elevators in that old building. And so between hockey games and basketball games, because a hockey rink is larger, this was when I worked for the National Sports Daily. The Daily Herald, we shot everything I with a I forgot about Blackhawk games. But, Shit. but, but yeah. we would, with, with, the, with the National, I would have to go up to the rafters, which is like 90 feet above, and you would have to re- reposition the strobe lights uh, because the hockey the hockey rink is bigger, so you would move them, you know, more and then with basketball you'd move them in.
3: Wow.
2: And it was like your hands your palms would sweat looking. It's like ninety feet seems like about a thousand feet. And that,
4: and just just in case you don't know, that's because that's where your flashes were. Yeah, mounted. So your in the- camera would trigger these flashes that were up in the rafters and that's how you got like that razor sharp that tack sharp shot. Yeah. Mm. So like you you didn't have just like a little flash or Mm -hmm. the pop up flash on there. Your flashes were up up they were
2: huge. Oh wow. And you had to do that. Well you would you (laughs) would turn them on from downstairs. They were all hardwired, but I had to go up and like I said, re reposition them based on which sport I was photographing. Yeah.
3: And would you be up there with people from the other papers?
2: No, because only the other papers didn't didn't use the lights. The lights are something that annoys televisions, because if you pay attention sometimes, sometimes you'll see a little quick pop of light, mm-hmm. and so they only allow usually three or four sets of those lights in a, in a building, and okay. the National was a big enough player that they... We, we actually, we rented those lights at the Chicago did, Stadium. Did
0: Michael Jordan's sweaty ass ever fall on top of you? No. <laughs> did
4: Michael Jordan ever put his sweaty ass on you? Tell me, tell
0: me you. who fell on top of you when you went. That was pretty cool. I'm trying I mean, to think of Rodman.
2: Rodman, of course, kicked that photographer. One time. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. It wasn't me. But that wasn't Canada. No, it wasn't me. No. Yeah. Um, Michael Jordan ran his fingers through my hair one time. No nice. way. Yeah, coming, coming out to start the second half, I had my back turned, and I was sitting talking to Joel Lerner, and uh, it was just to start the second half, and my hair was, you know, longer then, and I felt this big hand run through my hair. On I, purpose. Oh, 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 yeah, on that's, purpose. <laughs> that's
4: awesome. Amazing.
2: It's, that's a true story. Yes. Um, he had to
4: dry his hands off somehow. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> Photographer heads. It
3: was. So you didn't wash it for like two weeks?
0: Uh, yeah, I did. The goal! I
3: did.
2: The
0: goal of Michael Jordan. I to think know! He Who does he think he is? Put his hands on <laughs> Ken's head.
4: <laughs> does he think he's Michael Jordan or something? It's. It's That's pretty great. It, wait, invi- wait, wait, wait. Invi- was invi- this before <laughs> or after Space Jam?
0: <laughs> I think way
4: before.
2: Because if he had already met Bugs Bunny by this time. And you've washed that hair. How do you handle these guys, Mandy?
3: <laughs> I just drank my coffee.
4: Let them go. They're going to be there. Shake them.
3: my head.
2: I'm being gang
0: attacked here.
3: <laughs> yeah, they'll simmer down.
0: By the way, do we... Uh, high we never chemistry. did an and intro. We see. didn't do an intro? High, high above Street. It's, it's uh, a little off track. We've got a little off track a lot, but that's okay. Kent, oh, Kent's like, he gets us back on track. Yeah, right? He's like, hey, we're talking about this, Yeah, guys. he brings us yeah. back. Chop, chop.
2: Well, it's, it's it, it, the photography—it's been a privilege. I mean, it's never meant you're—you're you're asking me about experiences, and I never want to think—it's never like—it's not to brag. It's, I, I'm a very fortunate guy to have done. You know, I have an occupation that I still—I still love it quite a bit. It's a little more, you know, different than it was, but sure. I've oh, done it almost s- forty years now. Yeah, wow. it's, as a professional photographer.
0: Go ahead.
3: Go ahead. I was just gonna say, were you super sporty as a kid? Was is that like what drives the love of the sports photography specifically?
2: I love sports, but I was no good. I, I, okay. It was, became <laughs> obvious I wasn't gonna play for the Cowboys or the Celtics. Yeah. <laughs> and so I and I would study Sports Illustrated, and back in those days, in the, the the photo credits weren't even under by the pictures; they were in like this little box in the back of the magazine. Really? So you had to go and look. For who Ruby made the fo- who it. made the photos, yeah. and I was you know the, the photography. I also, I mean, not sports related, and unfortunately, you know, with like Vietnam, we subscribed to Life and Look magazine, and I can remember those things landing mm. on our doorsteps. Mm. And yeah. there's just whether it's sports photography, I'm looking around the room here. I mean, there's just. Photography is yeah. powerful stuff. Yeah, yeah that and from that. Uh, and I picked up on it as, as a little kid. Mm-hmm. Who
0: shot that Mick Jagger 72 shot? Jim Marshall, Was the same your, guy that photographed guy.
2: the Johnny Cash photo up there on the ceiling.
0: He's your rock photographer. He's he your is guy. the man. If
2: you folks out there, if you don't know Jim Marshall's name. Google him, because you'll know his work.
0: He's got yeah. a great coffee table book. Do uh, you got it? You've got it, don't you? Yeah. Yes. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah, if you love photography, especially a musical or rock photography.
2: He's there. There are many other really, really, really good ones, but yeah. he's kind of the... Yeah. He's a guy. So did
3: you also um, develop all of your film when you were little? Like, did you have, like, a room that you went to, or did you drop it off at a shop where there was a local Ted character? (laughs)
2: Er er Early on, dropped, sent it to St. Louis. Uh, It would come back in a few days. Probably by the time I was 17, I had a, it doesn't take that much to put together a black and really white dark doesn't? room. No. And so I had a dark room in the basement. That's so I cool. Didn't even, yeah, you did. I didn't even <laughs> have running water, but you could still, you know. And wow. so then from that point on, I think I was able to to process black and white. Mm-hmm. Color is a little bit more involved. And I, I didn't do that until, until I wasn't. Papers, yeah, probably. I wasn't processing color until the Daily Herald.
3: Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. So at, you would
3: at, still do your own film there you wouldn't just there was there like at, a developing room at or? the Daily Herald yeah
2: yeah we had two black and white rooms and then the color processor actually you went in and you turned the lights off you you could do up to nine rolls at a time mm. you could flip the lights on and then it was in a machine that did it all for you I
4: see. Okay. But that was the thing, like, you weren't sending that out to a shop.
2: Oh, you didn't have time. No, you wanted I mean, well, right. to have time
4: because you had to do it right away. But also, like, if you had that million-dollar shot. Jordan shot, yeah, shot yeah. you didn't want anybody to see that before the paper got sure. to see that.
2: Well, and Eric asked about, you know, going to these games, typically... A basketball game, a Bulls game, we, we would shoot a half, and then we had to leave to and make then, deadline. And oh, with a gotcha. hockey game, we might shoot one period. Really? You're not there yeah. the whole yeah. day. Because time. we weren't again, we weren't digital, so we had to process the film. Wow, I'm and surprised
4: we, you didn't have like runners though, like Take yeah, these, yeah. And get these uh, processed. We,
2: we did at the national. Yeah. Okay. We had that luxury. My friend Mark Dial did some film running.
4: Well, and the equivalent of that nowadays is you have a little Wi-Fi antenna on top of your digital camera, and as you're shooting them, they are wirelessly going go back up, up yeah. there, there the, you go. to the paper or to the yeah. website or wherever. Right. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. So, it, I mean, that game has changed mm-hmm. dramatically.
3: Man. Yeah, but you did it back when it was hard.
2: Well, yeah, it was, it more, did it was when more. It was more. There, there were real. more stuff. I mean, if we left the game and we had a flat tire, we probably would miss deadline. It wouldn't be the end of the world because they could then get it from the Associated Press or whatever. But we mm-hmm. had it pretty much time to the minute. Yeah. Wow. We knew when it was time. to Do you to go. like
3: that kind of stress?
2: Yeah. Well.
3: <laughs> I mean, you must. A <laughs> did little, you use question
2: of the day so yeah, far? No, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it was.
4: Uh, stress, the pressure. pressure.
2: I'm not sure what the what the right word. But but the payoff, if you got that great shot, was the, a little bit of an adrenaline rush. It's yeah. like, hey, we did a good job tonight. You know. I was gonna
4: say yeah. the adrenaline that yeah, you would the get adrenaline, from that, yeah. And then the <laughs> that little chill that you get when you see it
2: it was always or what have you done for me lately like sure your shot was great last mm, night
3: yeah you can't rest on but-
1: your
2: laurels there right <laughs> my buddy Rich Chapman who was a daily hero photographer he said you're only as good as your last picture mm-hmm. oh my no. gosh
4: yeah exactly you're only as good so, as your last
0: picture. And, and that could that could be some unnecessary pressure putting on yourself I'm sure you know yeah. you gotta have the constitution to deal with that another
2: I, mean. I think another rich saying was do the best you can but don't screw up or and don't <laughs> screw up <laughs> yeah um so, I mean, it was, it was, we had fun. We had about eight, eight staff photographers, and then it grew and grew because the paper expanded. But um, we all had fun, but I mean, it was, it Except was serious if business. You weren't in a
4: necktie. Yeah.
2: Except and if, then you got on your a ass eighty kicked. On an 80 degree day on a Friday, going to a freaking baseball game, you know? Oh, yeah.
3: Well, so many of those things happen over the weekend. Yeah. So, I mean, did it become your life? F- Were you just always always taking pictures always no, at events? No,
2: I used to I used to sort of like I didn't always carry a camera with me wherever I went yeah. and probably I should have because uh, now you know we have like like Ted or Eric mentioned we have the phones so we always have. I'm something a little to-
0: surprised you didn't have it to, even even in the era of phones. I've seen you at events come with a camera. I'm like. Of course, he's got his camera, you don't really need it this event, but of course, he's got his camera. You know, well, I find
2: it easier to actually believe it or not, if, even though it's extra bulk, I find it easier, it's more intuitive after all these years to pick up and operate a camera than it is to dig my phone out of yes, the yes, yeah, out of the sure. out of a pocket. So,
4: and there's something different about looking through the viewfinder, too. Like, um, it, it, so a lot of people who have uh digital cameras probably have some sort of 24 to 80 or 24 to 105 zoom where you can make that frame encompass what you want it to uh back in the day you were working with probably 35 millimeter 50 millimeter 100 or 200 so like it's static you can't if you want to get tighter you got to go closer, closer or have sort the of. lens yeah yeah have a different lens for it yeah
2: and there's Because most back in those days, zoom lenses weren't. Zoom lens encompasses many focal lengths in one lens, Mm -hmm. whereas a telephoto lens, people get confused. A zoom does that. A telephoto lens is sort of a long distance lens, but it's one specific uh, focal length. Okay. And most in those days, what that's called, also called a prime lens. We're getting real technical here. But uh, so you. Photographers would often carry at least three camera bodies to have three different lenses on because if you had to take the time to change lenses, you've missed, missed the moment. There's a very famous photo. So of you
4: just drop one camera and, and pick, pick up, up another the other. camera. Wow. Yeah, yeah. There,
2: there's a photo of Jim Marshall at Woodstock, and Jim Marshall shot Leica cameras, and he's got like seven cameras around his neck and shoulders.
4: With different lenses? With different lenses. So you could oh get the gosh. wide shot or right, the tight right. shot. Right. Yeah. I feel like you're going to have
3: a neck ache at the end of the night. Would, uh, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, a good massage <laughs> would feel good.
3: Yeah.
4: But that's the whole point like with a can with a phone like you pick it up and you can pinch and zoom and do everything else. But like with that camera even if you have one lens like, the way that you look through that, you see through that viewfinder, and it's a different world than holding up your camera and just seeing, or holding up your phone and seeing what's on that screen. So, like, I, I totally get what you're saying about it being more intuitive to pick up that camera body and look through that lens than pulling your phone out and...
2: Well, and if I do carry a camera along on, like, a, like if Laurie and I were to go to Leclerc for the afternoon or something, I would take probably a 50 millimeter or a 20 millimeter lens, which is, a 50 is kind of the standard, a 20 is wide. Okay. But if I were meeting you for coffee and we were going to take portraits, mm-hmm. I would bring a different lens. So you already, in my mind, depending on if I'm just going to goof around for the day, I already know... What my limitations are gonna be, or what I can do with that camera, based on what lens I've decided to take. Ken along. and
0: I have geeked out on this conversation more hours
4: than I can than I can imagine. Like you I have remember. More-
0: Theodore, you have more camera knowledge than I know, and you- Oh, I
3: know, Theodore's it's a, a very. I'm like, oh, I'm impressed with. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? Is Theodore's
2: that crazy. A, he,
4: that was my first life. <laughs>
2: his well, great. his knowledge, and he's a great. Ted's a great photographer.
4: Uh, he is, He's just, great. He's great yeah.
0: at framing. He knows light. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he knows settings. I was blown away when we used to shoot weddings together. But I knew you had camera knowledge. But I was like, oh wow, he really kind of knows all this shit. Can I tell my favorite can? Kriegshäuser story. Absolutely.
4: Yeah, I think All you right, have okay. To. Okay. Does, I does, it, does I this
2: involve here. two pictures? Yes, it does. Oh yeah. <laughs> when, when Eric said that you <laughs> know light, I know exactly. Because I was thinking of the Seminary Street Pub photo Yes, exactly. C- carry, right. on. So carry on. So this was
4: back in the early nineties, and uh, Kent, there was at the uh, Civic Art. Uh, what is the name? Civic of Civic Art Center. Civic Art Center had a photography contest, a show. Yeah. And uh, both the CAC of them, or CAC. Oh, the.
2: Heck, it yeah, was a yeah. fr- Friends and Members <laughs> show, I think. Yes,
4: it was a Friends and Members, and so both Kent and I submitted photos to this uh, this photo contest. And we we at the time Kent was working at the Register Mail, I was working at Midwest Photo. We were doing a lot of stuff together. Every time that we were out. Both of us had a camera. We'd go I on mean, camera safaris we together. We would. Yeah. We would just get in the car, drive around, find some great light, and take photos. I mean, that was what Aww, we did for fun. And, and
0: you knew that you were the Robin to his Batman. Right? I, I, I felt like the Robin okay, to his Batman. I'm just
4: kidding. <laughs> the story gets better. Okay. <laughs> so we both enter photos into this contest, and... um I don't remember when it was exactly, but the the show had been decided, and Kent and I were down at Cherry Street, and we were having dinner together, and um, both of us knew that we had placed, uh, like, we had been chosen, and they... Did first, second, third place, and we both knew that we had placed, but we weren't saying anything about it. We were being
2: gentlemanly to yeah, each, we each other.
4: Okay. Yeah, like we didn't know who got first, sure, second, third. We sure. just knew what each other got. Okay. And um we didn't want to say anything because we didn't want to make the other person feel bad. Right. Like, oh, hey, I got such and such, and right. he got such and such. So we just like danced around the topic yep. like so all night long. You still don't know. <laughs>
0: Are you revealing it today?
2: Who? Oh, no, no, no. Do you guys know? Yeah, we know. Oh, you know. We know. You go. Uh, Who won? He got first and Ted I got, got second. First. <laughs> I got first. Kent got second. <laughs> second or third, even. Well, I mean, no, no, you got second, second place. I got first Theodore? place. Do you and know we
4: we did we just didn't want to like talk about it. Yeah. Like, sure. to make because we were like, well, gosh, what if Kent didn't get anything? I don't want to make him feel bad. And he's like, well, what if Ted didn't get anything? Sure, I don't want to make sure. him feel bad. My photo was of the Seminary Street Club. It's a black and white. Uh, looking in the front door, uh, just these really
2: dark light
4: shadows, like the floor I know is the really shot. bright. The, yes. shot, the
2: light would bounce around in there off of that court, oh. like a tin ceiling and stuff. Mm, yeah. and it was just beautiful. A beautiful. It was photo. like a
4: silhouette yeah. of the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then Kent's was a great photo of a bonfire mm. and like these people in front of it. And the, the fire is a long exposure, so it's really... It looks blurry. It looks like water in mm. a long exposure photo. It's just cool. gorgeous shot. So they
0: gave you the thanks for showing up. <laughs> thanks for showing up, Kent. <laughs> Thanks for showing up. Wow. Here's your,
4: here's
2: your participation.
4: And it was it was fantastic, though. Like, <laughs> like just neither one of us wanted to it's hurt so the great. other guy's Be- yeah. feelings.
2: Between that and not getting a pony as a child, I've been scarred ever yeah. since. You
4: right? Know? <laughs> trauma, man. I just want you to know, Kent, like, you're older than I am, but I will probably die before you, and it is in my will that you get that photo. I, so. would, <laughs> hang that with, uh, I would hang that That's And I think you're pride. obligated
3: to tell that story at his funeral as well.
4: <laughs> yes. Yes. This But it, if you come and speak at my funeral, you got first, I got second. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so good.
0: I'm not going to forget.
4: That prize is still, that little ribbon is on the back of that photo. It I, hangs in my sunroom, and I think of you... Every single time, that well, I look at there's, that photo. there's
2: that story, and then I take sometimes take quite often take the long way to Monmouth when I do work over there. I take <laughs> 164, and there's a corn crib out there yeah. and that's on the right hand side on the north side, and that was one of those places where Ted and I just parked the car. We didn't, I mean, we didn't bother anything, or we, you sure. know, we and we were just out of the car taking pictures around. So every time I pass by there, I think about. There were some
4: great this, photos from that day, though. This, like it was sunset yep. and the light coming through, like. Yep. There's, like, finger spacings in between mm. each of the boards and this mm-hmm. light that was oh coming my. through. And I took this picture of Kent, and he's, like, like crouched down, and he's got his big camera, and he's taking a picture of something close up. We hope you
1: enjoy our chat with picture maker and moment catcher, Kent Kriegshauser on episode 10 of A Little Off Track.
2: And here's a great line from the Faces song called, the song's called Ooh La La, where Ronnie, Ronnie Wood sings, I wish that I knew... What I know now when I was younger. I uh, I wish I pushed myself to try and get better and better and better. And I wish that I had some of the vision that I have now back when I worked for the Daily Herald because I've learned there's a difference between taking a photo and making Making a photo. photo. And taking a photo doesn't require, but making a photo, you know, is when you kind of almost have a pre visualization of how you think. What you're looking for, or what you're trying to do. Well, I rarely hear the strategy behind yeah. that. Nice. He's the only one that says making a photo. By the way,
0: and you no, know you're around no. a real photographer. Well, you,
4: you know. do know, yeah. Like, well, and
0: you it, can hear it. But that when sounds
4: when a little says, snobbish. I made this photo, you know that they thought about yes. what went into that.
2: Absolutely, but that, that starts to sound a little pretentious. And no, I don't it mean it, it that all. way. No, doesn't at all. No, yeah.
0: here's the difference. Like everybody already knows you're pretentious. Don't worry about that part. No, you're gonna take a
4: photo. You just snap it. When you make a photo, you're thinking about what is behind that person. Where is the light coming from? Can I move them over into this direction so that the light hits this side of the face or so that there's not that ugly whatever the hell that is behind them? You're you're consciously looking at the angles in which that it's made, and that's the difference. Well, and
2: sometimes in newspaper photography, especially at breaking news, you didn't get that luxury. Right, you (laughs) had to react, so you were sort of taking a photo. Yeah. Now that I do what I do as a freelance photographer, I have a little bit more uh, direction, and you know, then I'm making. Making the photo, we more.
0: we we talk about all the holly jolly fun stuff of uh, bulls and bears and blackhawk games, but there was uh, a blood and gore that you had to be uh, present at too. I'm sure over the years, so it wasn't always uh, a, a pleasant day at the newspaper.
2: Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Oh, well, or I fires. Considered or, that. Yeah. Not, not, not at all. You know, that. it's a bad day for people. Um, and I I don't. That's a deep subject that could we could you know, again spend countless hours. I will say that over the years, some of the reactions that I've seen in it. Some examples I can think of down here with the Galesburg paper, there were, you know, it caused a big ruckus and backlash with the paper. Mm. And it seems like my observation is that we see photos when we, when we newspapers, we would see photos from a third world country. And it really, it might get you, but it didn't cause you to overreact. But when it's, a, you didn't
4: know where it was, but
2: when it's a local situation and people know, you know, all hell would sometimes break loose at the newspaper and the phone would be ringing and well you know you touched yeah. a
0: nerve and and then and then hopefully you could also see that you took a great picture at the end of that but yeah yeah but you, you're right there's a lot of things to take into consideration and, people's feelings. and you know
2: the argument would be what is the point of that photo sure. yeah mm. if if somebody's house burned down because they left candles near a christmas tree or something sometimes there's lessons to be learned sure. and I'm enough of a. I get up every morning hopefully with a good attitude but I also know know that life is not always cute kids running through water sprinklers that there's there's you know there's it's some hard not. things yeah. there's some hard things going on yeah, out there right. and so my i always felt my job was to document life life and what was going yeah. on the the good side of it the bad side of well, it.
4: well and i think uh i'd much
2: rather do the good side one bad. of
4: those things that kind of points to that is something that brian prescott said to us which was you know it might not always be a good phone call that you get mm. sometimes someone is going to call and they're going to complain but you sparked a reaction yeah you know like you you created something inside of them that was provocative enough yeah to call yep. and, or in the same instance you made an image that was that did something <clears throat> to the point where you didn't just flip the page and go on to the next story That's- you felt like i have to sound off about that's
2: exactly correct ted yep Yep. so yeah it was i mean yeah most of the time far 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 i've had far more great experiences or good experiences than bad or tragic experiences well
4: and i was probably like i called all the time i'm like did you see that piece of shit that
0: kent got in the paper
4: yesterday (laughs) that thing was trash
0: oh wait (laughs) right above your head too look look at that in my volkswagen bus that's Kent right there. That's stuffed the bus, so Kent took right that. Right here. Yeah. Uh, That's the first person I think uh, fish, wow. first picture Kent ever took of me. Good lord, you look like you're 12 years old in that picture. You... 2002.
3: You do look like a baby. Look at his hair. So He's you so studied cute. you studied photography at Western. Did that take you down uh, just an art appreciation path in general? I mean, are there other uh, mediums that that get you as passionate as photography, or has it always just been
0: porn?
2: The thing? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Sorry, go.
3: he's relentless.
2: I'm glad the videos are rolling, so it can just show me shaking my head. You know, yes, plausible
3: um, deniability. I,
2: Mandy, that's, I do appreciate you know art, other forms of art, painting, and but but not anywhere near to the degree of photography. Yeah, I just can't. Um, I, yeah, it's it's
0: that. Well, in that, it's can't.
2: way more photography. I did study it at Western most of how I became what I am is through practical experience or working around, which is working around other photographers or being inspired by other photographers. You know, I love to go to a museum. I love to look at paintings. Uh, I should read more than I read, but um, photography is is way up there. Yeah. And so is music. <laughs> yeah. And I don't play, I'm not a trained musician. But before or,
3: we go into well, the deep into the music, yeah, so, yeah. you know, it was hockey, it was basketball, it was uh, NASCAR, but maybe the greatest sporting event of all, childbirth.
1: Like our A Little Off-Track logo? Josh Dixon hooked us up with his mad graphic design skills. Put him on your next project and see his work at joshuadixonart.com.
3: Can we talk a little bit about how I've just heard a little bit that you do birth photography. Is that right? That
2: that is correct. I have photographed two births. Does this
4: go back to the... No, never mind.
2: And and we I, I I'm gonna whole uh, view uh, of the catcher's uh, mirror, right there. you you must have a mutual friend, or we have a mutual friend.
3: I I had I just heard that you had done it, and I found it so interesting. Um, I part of me wished that I had done it, had it really? photographed.
0: There are young men a out there right bit. now going to buy cameras. <laughs> <laughs> They're like wait, we can do that? right? <laughs> That's I've part of being found a photographer. My Kent knew this a long time ago. But because, you know,
3: I mean, talk, talk about traumatic, right? I mean, you, there is a side to childbirth that is scary, mm. that is near death, yeah. that is, I, I mean, you're, it could go either way. Let's just say that, right? I mean, <laughs> talk about not all children running through sprinklers. Like, there's, there are moments... And you're invited into the that's, uh, intimacy of the, that. The, that's
2: probably well, the most wow. intimate thing I've ever photographed in my life. And that's, I've, you know, I, I, until you would have brought this up, it's not that I'm at a loss for words. But, yeah, yeah I've, I've You've seen. You've seen a handful of vaginas. I've seen, babies, <laughs> I've seen babies born. I've seen a couple of babies born. And I've seen people get hurt or the aftermath of. Of bad accidents, yeah. um, oh, life
0: and but death you have yeah. you have been lands. many yeah. many times or a handful of times
2: invited into that intimate moment. Tw- twice, wow, twice. Uh, and Brian Lanker was a photographer at the Topeka Capital Journal back in the '60s and '70s. I'm gonna get loosely in there on the time frame, and Brian. Uh, the, you know, people think, oh, my God. And other people think, well, who on earth would want to do that? I, I admire your curiosity. Brian Lanker did a thing on uh, childbirth. I think it might have been home childbirth. Mm-hmm. And it won a Pulitzer Prize.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Wow.
2: That's great. So, I mean, there, there's tasteful ways. Uh, well, think I, about
4: it. At that time,
2: like, men probably
4: weren't even seeing that. Like they were sitting in the waiting room, waiting while the hey, congratulations, you had a son, or congratulations, you had a daughter. So, so
2: like,
0: to see what that, is that consultation like when a, a woman calls you? Tell me about the- well, it was Ooh. the woman yeah, and her husband,
2: and and you know, and I, I had never given it any thought, but it's like, well, I gave it some thought and I said, sure, I think I can do this. Now, you mm-hmm. guys know me, what I look back on those two experiences are actually the second time around I made. I'm a very type A person, and I want it's like I felt like I had to document every moment that was going on yeah. when the, the woman was trying, probably trying to be calm, cool, and collected. And so I look back on the first time and I think, oh my God, did I, did I cause that poor woman even more stress and anxiety?
0: Yeah, how do you uh, uh, like lose yourself in that room without you, getting in the way? You try right? to be
2: yeah, a fly okay. on the wall. Yeah. Rule one wide angle lens. Yeah. <laughs> That's stay out of the way. Yeah,
3: karmically, you know you're fucked, right? Um, you, just, you know that.
0: Just throwing that out I there.
2: Do? I'm sorry. Ted, <laughs> This Ted. And this
0: and isn't is me trying to be funny, but Kent does love the fisheye. Yeah. some the fisheye shot. I use. <laughs> Mandy, I'm I not mean, just saying that to Jordan. When it works, it
3: works.
0: <laughs> so, wait. So, the delivery of those shots, delivery, pun intended, I didn't mean to. I, I, good. No, not good. Pun Um, how is that, how is that? I mean, some beautiful stuff come out of there.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I, yes. Yeah. That's awesome. I hope so. I hope the family feels that way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. From the, the battle in the beginning to it happening and then the joy afterwards, you got all of those stages. That's pretty great.
4: I, you know, honest to God, I would give almost anything to have a picture of my wife the very first time that she held, the baby, yeah, yeah. yeah. Aurora. Yeah. Well,
0: because there was, I was uh, available for video. You hired me before. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know why you didn't hire me again.
3: <laughs> no, thank no, no, thank you. No, thank you. you. <laughs> There's coffee. You spelled coffee on me. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: he would do. Oh, sorry. Did that burn? <laughs> yeah, <he's> so sorry. <laughs> You're yeah. screw <laughs> <laughs> Both both times, Kent, was it uh, you and the the couple and
2: there was a midwife. There was a midwife. There yeah. was a midwife. The second time, <laughs> I worked with a midwife, the same midwife both times, and I think uh, again my excitability and want to you know the want to get every single shot and mm-hmm. capture every moment. The second time around, uh, the lighting in the room was like. <laughs> Like a coal Scam. mine. Oh, it was oh, like a yeah. coal mine, oh. and so I wasn't <laughs> able to do quite as good of a job, if you want to call it that, as yeah. the, the second time.
4: I didn't say it. Kent said
2: it. What did I say?
3: <laughs> well, I'm glad I got a chance to talk to you about it because I remember hearing about it and just like thinking that that was a cool thing that somebody would have have wanted, and you know, I really kind of thought it might take off. So I'm surprised that you know you've I only would, done too. I would
2: entertain anyone yeah. that with, you know, I mean, there's certain things that I won't do, but the, uh, that would Would you something. have? Is that something you would have thought about?
3: Uh yeah, I d- I think I would have thought about it because, because like that- you, you know, you're you're so in it and you're just like you're just right. surviving it, right? You don't you've I had never done it before. It was horrible, yeah. right? But magical. It, and you kn- i knew like th- every woman who's ever had a baby has gotten through this so i can do this but like you're not with the wherewithal to say oh, hey I want a take a picture right of me <laughs> laboring yeah. right it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah.
2: amazing and, and i mean uh, us us men i'm you know doing the flex mode yeah. um, but anybody that and i i'm not a father so i had never i never seen that anybody that doesn't think that the woman is probably the is is the, not the stronger of the two species is fooling themselves, and uh, the second time on this childbirth, uh, Mandy's I'm, the foundation of this uh, podcast. I'm not. That's why I she's mean, my, uh, again, why my hat is off. Probably within, and in the second time wasn't as easy as the first. The, mm. I'd say within. Fifteen or twenty minutes of them taking the baby to get the little footprints and way and whatever they do. This woman who had just given birth and had a hard, a fairly hard time, had herself out of bed uh, when we came. When the father and I came back, she was had, was just coming out of giving herself a shower. Oh wow. shit! I mean, porn in
3: Manhattan. So wow, I'm like, right? <laughs> smoking a cigar. You know? Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. I just knocked so, I mean, this shit out of the park. <laughs> That's cool. What you, a cool. You ladies experience. are strong people.
3: Well, that's yeah, funny. yeah. <laughs> and,
0: and and what three people are ever going to see those pictures? Right, those are yeah, so personal. are you. They're the most personal yeah, no, pictures in the you. world, yeah. right? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I can I can see Kensai. Like I can see his photos and his photographic style and like the behind the shoulder. You're not seeing like. Oh my God! There's a baby coming out of that thing. You're seeing sure. what is happening on the faces well, of the people that are
2: involved. Again, and, to keep it somewhat yeah. in check, you're shooting from angles, and and you're, you're shooting from angles that are hopefully quote unquote tasteful. Anything you say, <laughs> anything you say in this moment is going to be taken. It's it's funny. It's all right. <laughs> well, it's, it's all right. These. These people here's here's the cap to the whole thing. After two childbirths of the same family, they now refer to me as Uncle Kent. Aww, they, right? they do. That's, That's a bonding a, experience. Pretty great. That second one <laughs> did have curly
3: this. hair. I only have one child, right? Because Theodore. I remember all too well. I rem- you know, it just never left me. So if I had the photos there would absolutely be no chance yeah. of a second child because it'd be like, oh no, that's just as bad as I remember. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
4: And, no, and I did. see Mandy like grabbing onto Balzer. What did you do to me?
3: No, I just was. I was like a silent sufferer. Oh. I likened it to. I felt like a a soldier on the battlefield who was just dying, <laughs> really. And I told my midwife that after the fact, like, I... because it was just such a long. In the movies, you know, oh, my God. And then 12 minutes later, there's the baby, and it was 32 hours.
2: Yeah. Second time, yeah, the second time I was there, and then there was a false alarm, and I was sent home and then called back early the next morning.
5: Oh, my Holy God. Holy cow. So you, yeah, so, you yeah I mean, I, it was, it was kind of weary. fun for
2: me. Not, I not want to say fun. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, I thought I was there, and I was going to be spending the night at the hospital, and the hospital staff, I got a recliner with a nice warm blanket, and I was, like, in for the long haul, and they're like, yeah. you might as well go home because this isn't going to happen. Uh, so right. then about five hours later, you yeah. get the call. You again. get the call. Yeah. We'll yeah. call you. Yeah. Not too many families
0: have a, their own documentarium. That's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, uh, Uncle, yeah. Kent. Yeah. Uncle
1: Kent.
0: Uncle Kent. <laughs> I love it.
1: With Ted, Mandy, and Eric, you're listening to the A Little Off Track podcast.
4: Kent sent us an email with.
0: Um, it's astounding. Whoa. Well, tell us when you got bags. to. You mix your pen in the. Uh, in the, 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 the the cauldron of music your camera and music when those two came together and you went oh wow i love both these things this <laughs> is great being here when did you get to do that as your profession when you got to walk into a venue with a camera and you're like i'm here for a job
2: the f- and i love this band well the f- it wasn't for it was sort of for a job i was a college photographer and that that's why i sent the list is so that you guys might have Specific or point of have reference of the 5,000 well, so, shows he's so been to. so that we could like stay focused because we, we, I could talk, I love music more than I love photography. That's that, and that's and not this a, is
0: apparent.
4: You tell can't us about send that us first a spreadsheet, well, the, and there are 212 entries on this spreadsheet. 212, well, different those are shows.
2: major shows. I've been to a lot of you know bar shows, so to speak. Sure. The first time that I got to handle a camera with a major band who I also loved at the same time, I would have been going, I was, I got a press pass through the Culver Stockton College student newspaper. I went went to Culver Stockton for two years for my associates, okay. Mandy. And it was Emerson Lake and Palmer mm. at Western Illinois University. E-L-P. In February of 78. Liked them already. Knew the band. Oh, I loved them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you're like, this and is going to be you know, I'm in the photo pit, and those were the days you could photograph the entire concert from the, the whole photo, show. The whole wow. show
0: that changed over the years. You it got did. 15 minutes, maybe or three songs. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: yeah, it's it's not like it used to be. Yeah, but you know, so I'm three or four feet below these guys, and five or six feet from these guys, and it's like
0: a whole Mount- different world. Are you shooting
2: you're shooting motion and, and light. You're in darkness, so motion and light is what you're working with, right? Again, you're dealing with film, so and in those days, Ted, I would say you were 1978, I don't know, 400 ISO was oh, pretty yeah. good. So, you know, you had to you were shooting the lens wide open and you were shooting at a Maybe a 60th or 1/125th of a. So you
0: had to be really
4: still. Steady. You had to yeah. be
2: steady. Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: A lot of times you're right under the lead singer in front of the guitar player and the bass player,
2: and right? Yep. And um, those people are moving, you know, Emerson Link and Palmer, not so much, but yeah. like a Mick Jagger or somebody or. Sure. sure. It's anybody that's moving around, it's a moving target. So mm-hmm. the focus is constantly changing.
0: You yeah. probably didn't know it at uh, six years old, but your parents kind of uh, uh, gave you the shot, and they, they, they took you. They, they, you might as well, if you're going to take your kid to his first concert, it might as well be the greatest band in the world. Argue by Kent would argue this, by the way. Who wasn't?
2: I, I saw. Th- well, I saw look, th-
4: who's th- the first show? Oh, I thought you meant the one that his parents took him to. That's yes! the Beatles. Your
2: took you to that. No, no, yes, no, no. the well, Beatles. Look at the year. He
0: could have only been.
2: I was seven. Seven.
3: Oh Your my stars! Took to the yeah, Beatles. Yeah. Bush oh Stadium. Yeah. Did, at seven, did you like know how big it was? Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah.
2: I love the band. At, I mean, but what's what's interesting? That was night August of '66. So, Hard Days Night was out, and Help! What came out in 1965, but it was a very, it was only, it was only an eleven-song concert, and it was, uh, it was very abbreviated. No I mean, kidding. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, and it started to rain, and there's, if I mean, if. No holds are barred on this program, I could tell None. you a very funny story yeah. about my dad on that what happened. On, we would love well, that story. It it started it rained pretty steadily. Yeah. And they had they were supposed to play Cincinnati the night before, but it rained. So they played Cincinnati this is on a Sunday. They played Cincinnati at a matinee and then they flew to St. Louis and Bush Stadium was brand new. Mm. And it started to rain and so we, we were down low and we went up higher because bush had just enough of an overhang yeah. you could sort of stay dry level bush And yeah my right. my dad did not like long hair music so I'm using yeah. that term you know he did not like that kind of music yeah. or long hairs or the whole what was going on in the 60s. My dad was into jazz and big band, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So we're up there listening, and it's drizzling rain, and there's a serious chance those guys were going to get electrocuted. They only did five or six more shows after St. Louis, and that was it. And as it's drizzling and we're listening to the music, Dad was sitting to my right, and we were with, I was with my parents, and Kim was with her parents. And <laughs> this is one of the most infamous stories my, on my dad. Um, Dad goes, I hope those sons of bitches get electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> really? and, and he was only half ki- He was he... mostly kidding, but maybe only half Why were you there? <laughs> was like, he there, there. Oh, there for you, though? They were there for me. there for you. And I think it was also an excuse for my mom and Mary Ruth Kendall to go to St. Louis on a shopping trip. But, uh, yes. That's
3: so sweet, but was, though. I love that. I still
2: have the program from that Kent, show. how much
0: was that ticket?
2: Five dollars and fifty cents. He also sent us five dollars and
0: fifty
2: cents. <laughs> he sent us.
0: He sent us a list, a a a, a breakdown. Would you call it a graph or? A, yeah,
4: well, a, it's a spreadsheet. A spreadsheet, it's a spreadsheet.
0: Of the of of Ted the years. Yep. The 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 date
4: the day of the show the, the price. No, no. The day. The time, the place, the band, who opened, the ticket
0: price. The openers are on there too. Yes. Not just one opener. If there were three openers, can't list them all.
2: You know what I wish I had also put on there? Because I. Because
0: that Beatles show, the Ronettes were there.
2: The Ronettes,
0: the uh, Remains.
4: Remains
2: and the Circle. The Circle
4: and Bobby Hebb. I have never heard of any fucking of Fucking Bobby Ham, wow. And I don't even
2: think, I'm not even sure the Beatles were the headliners. The Beatles came out no. early because of the rain. Wow. wow. Um, You're old. I'm old. <laughs> no, you're not. And I've got a magnet on my refrigerator that says I may be old, but I got to see all the cool bands. I got bands. to see the fucking Beatles. <laughs>
3: Hell yeah. Did you get a tiny t-shirt?
2: No, I don't know. Did they even hey, have merch? They, they had, I don't think they had merch. Well, they had programs. Okay. But... The Beatles played through, like, the Bush Stadium PA system. Mm-hmm. Um, the
0: girls were screaming.
2: You couldn't the even hear the The girls were band. screaming. Uh. You could barely hear the, And And Lennon had made his famous, infamous comment about, we're more popular than Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so Bush Stadium Hey, held- so
0: is this podcast, weirdly enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> crazy.
2: Go ahead. Well, Bush, Bush held 55,000 people, but there were only, like, 23,000 there. And I think some people figured that it was going to rain, and yeah. they weren't going to do the show. Um, No merchandise, no, well, the the program. uh, So, yeah, there was a screaming, the sound wasn't the greatest, and there were no stage monitors. Mm. And my favorite song at the time, which they did play, was Nowhere Man. And that takes some serious, I mean, harmony (laughs) for those guys to, I mean, but it was only 11. Seven-year-old going, I I sure hope George harmonizes good on this one.
0: (laughs) Wow.
2: Um, I,
4: <laughs> you, oddly enough, Kent was the same old man that he is now at yeah. seven. Seven.
2: Yeah, I know you guys have gone to... Sh- the one thing I wish that I had put on that spreadsheet or kept track of yeah. is... The Friends Who Went Along. Oh, wow. That's
0: the only ah, thing you're
2: missing. Yeah. Because, there, I mean, every show... Do you know a lot of them, though, sure. looking like,
0: oh, that's the one, me sure. and Tim, and, and well, then Terry the went the time
2: to. of the year, the weather, whether there was... I was talking to Lori this morning, my wife, about specific... Like, the time of year, the first time I saw Bruce Springsteen in the E Street Band was on the Darkness on the Edge of Town 78. tour. 78. 78. And wow. they took their break, and then for the very first song of the second set... Clarence came out dressed as Santa oh Claus, God. and they did "Santa Claus is Coming," oh which the Springsteen has done that several. And then there was a Neil Diamond show. Yes, I've seen Neil Diamond. I've <laughs> seen it Neil Diamond. Yeah. It was a great show.
4: Forever it, in blue jeans, baby. It
2: was early December, and he did "Winter Wonderland," "Winter Wonder, Wonderland," and he had everybody get their car keys out and jingle them for sleigh uh-huh, bells. Oh, that's cool. So I mean, there's so I know you have experiences. I know Ted has experiences. I know all. You guys know, and when you're younger, well, first of all, I love the music, but when you're younger, there's that anticipation and build-up yeah. for weeks of leading yeah. up to a show, and it's there's live music, just man,
4: listen, yeah. listen to, yeah. Listen yeah. to this I, I show set back in the this is in the mid '80s. Okay. this is what Kent was going to. And he sent
0: us, by the way, from '66 to 2012. Right, Neil Young or to now. the Who.
4: Neil Young and the Blue Tones, the Rolling Stones, Warren Zevon, Santana, Neil Young, Bonnie <laughs> Rae. Fuck yeah. Ooh. I mean, like, and then some more Warren Zevon. Where is Pink Floyd in this? Oh, there's Pink Floyd. There's Pink Floyd. Oh, wow. Joe Walsh. Like, Crosby, Stills, Nash. This is before Young was in Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I don't
2: know about you two. A couple of those Neil Young shows in 91 the opening acts for the for Neil Young were Sonic Youth and Social <laughs> Distortion. Ah, oh,
0: wow. took the kids out
2: with nope. this. So, wow. Yeah, wow. yeah.
4: Um, wow, that is a uh, just a stellar.
2: I, 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 like couple years I, of shows, man. You know, you guys. When I was like, again, to give you the the live music thing, and my dad played trombone with a trio. He uh, one guy played the Hammond B three. Dad played trombone, and there was a drummer, and they played. Dad played one Saturday night a month. There's I just—I've just been into music since I was just old enough to appreciate, and I can remember as a kid, one of the neighbors had like literally a garage band, and they never really got good, but they would noodle around. And as like a five-year-old, I would be yeah pressed against Aww, the screen of my sure. bedroom window listening to those guys. and yeah. So
4: because a trombone, a Hammond B three, and a and what else?
2: A set of drums. Wow. Yeah, be, because as you were sound. picking up. Yeah. Uh,
0: Because the Beatles happened because you were picking up a a, a camera. Other guys were picking up guitars, starting bands, because of that night. The Beatles The Beatles
2: thing was, for me at that age, was sort of a fluke. But then the one that really, really ignited it all was that I didn't see a show. I mean, 1966 was the Beatles, and then I didn't see another show until 1974, Mm -hmm. and I saw a small blurb in the Quincy Herald-Wig newspaper that Rare Earth was going to be playing at Quincy College. Blues band. Uh, sort of a Motown funk, soul, oh, rock band. Okay. And I like them a lot. Yeah. And I said to Mom, uh, "Could if my cousin Gary would take me to this, can we go? And and we went, and um, things had changed a whole lot. You know, there were stage monitors. It was a much more, the crowd was more involved. It was in a small gym. It's where I got my first whiff of marijuana. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh! Rare! Look out!
5: Little rare. Um, Game
2: changer. And it was... And so that, that's the show that really yeah. did it for lit you. it all up. Yeah, and
4: then shortly after that, BTO, uh, Three Dog Night, The Eagles, Led Zeppelin. Eric, I go- mean- Eric has
2: my Eagles T-shirt from that concert, from that show. I have it from oh the Hotel shit. California tour. I, I,
0: I have an Eagles have t-shirt. I got
3: to see the Eagles with Keith Urban and the Chicks in Chicago.
0: Yes. And
3: that, yeah, we were, were at that stellar. show together, she but either. we weren't.
0: There we go. We were, but we weren't. <laughs>
3: Why didn't you get a t-shirt there? You
0: had, you had free tickets like I did, didn't you? No. From the radio station. You
3: didn't? No, Brian, my husband, bought those tickets. Oh, wow. He is like the guy who buys my tickets, but he doesn't go to any shows. That's so So great. he's like in all these fan clubs of people that he wouldn't know if they <laughs> sat on his lap. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So, I don't know but, who they are, but my yeah. wife But I got to know, do you dance? Like, are you that guy at the concert? I mean, you get into it?
2: <laughs> not like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't know if I. Stop be. doing what you were just doing a second. <laughs> I was no, doing do that do. for show, show, you know? Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I'm call it EMS. That's got to be the promo video. <laughs> <man. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I, all I can say is that if you're at a live concert and you're not yeah, digging yeah, it, then you yeah. better check your pulse. I hear that. Cuz I yeah. live music just If anyone uh, if
0: anyone knows you and and even knows and knows the Rolling Stones and even knows the Rolling Stones and what they wear knows you have a uh a Keith Richards <laughs> <laughs> bracelet on. I do. Super so, rad. So when you were 7 at this Beatles show, you didn't know that the Rolling Stones were were the greatest were the real greatest band in the world.
2: I didn't. I didn't. Cuz in your head they are. I well, there's many good bands. I mean, the Stones are the Stones. of... Uh, I, I started, it came on to the Rolling Stones. There's another sub story there, too. I the Well, 1968 when I was at the public swimming pool in Macomb, Illinois. I'd been dumped there for the afternoon while my parents and my aunt and uncle played cards and drank beer. Yeah,
3: that was the way, man. Yeah, good luck. Hope there you it.
2: <laughs> Don't there drown. There was this one song that kept playing over Blasting and over, over the speakers. On the speakers of the, of the swimming pool. And the jukebox was up on the sun deck. And you could, you know, you, you could go up and see what numbers corresponded to what song. And finally, I went up there and I'm like, what is this song? It's It's got a harder edge to it than like Paul Revere and the Raiders and the Beatles, which is who I'd been listening to. And it was just... Jumpin' Jack Flash. Oh, yes. wow! And so that was the summer of '68. That
0: moves you. That was one of the first songs that moved. Kent, like this is my groove. Yep. Yeah. And the Stones. I'm surprised it took you that long because
4: like the Stones were doing like Paint It Black when the Beatles were still doing. Oh, and I was more name. into that Beatles
2: stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But the Stones. I wanted to see the Stones. I didn't. I was too young in '72. My dad was still alive, and there was no way yeah. they were gonna <laughs> let me. Let what would I have been? Uh, Thirteen. Right. Um, uh, and then in '75 they did a massive U.S. tour, and I was 16. Uh, but and you th-
4: snuck out of the house. No.
2: Mom still no. called the shots, and I did not get to see him in '75. Oh, wow! She, let,
0: I she think, let you go to Rare Earth with cousin Gary.
2: I think.
3: Yeah, the, where was Gary?
2: The Stones still had that reputation as being <laughs> ruffians. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Mom uh, knew. Rolling Stones. Mom knew. Nope. <laughs> no.
3: Mama tried. I've
2: seen
0: that Mick Jagger move. I don't know what he's doing with those hips, but <laughs> it's aggressive. He's no Elvis. I'll tell you that. He's no Elvis.
1: Kent's immense love of photography, music and sports collide. Let's listen in as Eric, Ted, Mandy, and Kent talk picks and go a little off track. Say
0: it! Greatest live show ever? The Who. Wow! Yeah, I can
4: see that.
1: I've seen them
2: numerous times, but the very first time I saw them was December of 79. Were you working that night? No. No. I went up there and there, this, the show was sold out, and I—that was the first time I ever went into Chicago by myself. Scalp that night. Scalp that night. How much? I think either fifty or seventy-five.
4: Seventy-five dollars. Shit. Uh, probably yeah.
2: about a fifteen-dollar ticket.
4: I was just gonna say. <laughs> no, in oh. that in that time frame, on your spreadsheet, most of your tickets are seven dollars. $3.495. Yeah, so $75. Ooh, you, Ooh, want wait. To see
0: okay. you can look behind you and see a Cubs. There's a Cubs ticket, like a nine-fifty Cubs ticket, early 90s. Yep. I bet one of those is. Ted was probably with me, but yeah, there's some cheaper
4: ones on there. Oh my gosh. There. You paid $100 for the Stones. The Stones. And guess who opened for them?
2: Who opened for them?
4: Peter Tosh. Oh
2: my gosh. That, that was a scalp. Scalper job because they played that particular show was in the Keel Opera House in St. Louis. That would only help. Keel Arena. No, not not the audit. This was the 3,500 seat Opera House. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Keel had their name on a few things, right?
2: Right. Yeah, okay. So
4: you're right, Kent. You did pay $50 for that Who concert. My bad.
2: Well, (laughs) that was, yeah, The Who. The Who. uh, I love The Who. If I was to be very objective about it, the two times I've seen Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, they were like three hour shows. and uh, So, The Who, Bruce Springsteen, Neil Young, and Crazy Horse, those stick with you as great and shows. Another band that I thought was great live was a, a, the English progressive band, Yes.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. them
2: several times. Yeah.
4: You know who's not on Kent's list? Rush. Is not You've never seen Rush.
2: I was never a huge Rush really? fan. Really? Yeah. yeah.
0: Although you just said yes, who are prog rockers,
4: you know,
2: yeah. in, a di-
0: in a different style, but yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Is uh, there
3: someone that is not on the list that you're looking to put on the list?
0: The Cure. <laughs> they're out there right
4: <laughs> now. They're gone. The they're,
2: they're, okay, I would have fair. loved to have seen Jimi Hendrix, yeah. I would have loved to have oh, seen Louis yeah. Armstrong. I would have loved to have seen the, the real, true, original Leonard. Skinner. You saw fucking yeah. Count Basie, by the I way. I saw Count Basie. You saw
0: Count Basie. That's insane.
2: And Muddy Waters and Willie Dixon. What about on the nowadays, same bill? nowadays yeah. bands, though? Nowadays bands.
4: You want to go to a Pearl Jam concert with Eric and I?
2: You know what? There you go. It's you all. Wouldn't. Some of it is about the road trip and the, and the camaraderie. Yeah. If yeah. you guys said, "Hey, let's go," and a I could time. afford it, yep. you might get the old Isn't man off that- of the sofa.
0: The best, of course, the best is the the middle part, the show. But the the part, the things that bookend it, the going, the car ride, the end of it. Well, sitting there before the show, the excitement before the lights go off. People watching like mad, yeah. smelling uh, things for the first time, like you mentioned. The weather. The songs the they're weather, playing yeah. over the sound system, you know, the hot girls that are walking by. It's the beers yeah. you can't afford, yeah. <laughs> you know, or the, uh, the that T-shirt that you just beer.
2: bought that you're like looking at you can't believe you have in your hands. Well, this is a shared experience. I mean, it, it's I love to share my experiences, but I mean, how many... I I How bet many I know. I bet I know to. Mandy's.
0: What's 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 your night, the one that did it for you with friends, the whole experience.
3: I'm gonna tell a funny story yeah. that is just one of those you'll never forget. I went with my grad school girlfriends to a heart concert <laughs> and it was in the um the outdoor amphitheater in Chicago. Yeah you know I'm talking about Finley oh, oh, Park yeah. probably. Park, yeah. And so we're up like on the grass and it was raining all day. Just like one of those days. And so we went and got ponchos. Mm. So we are in these yellow, hidey, they're like, you know, glad garbage bag ponchos covering whatever cute outfit we had underneath. <laughs> and our friend Lena just found out that she was pregnant. I mean, she's like 12 weeks pregnant. And, you know, this is like the first of the group. We're all still very young. Oh, yeah. We're, you know, party girls. And yeah, And we've yeah, got yeah. a pregnant lady on board, so... Let's get serious, ladies, right? So um, (laughs) Lena decides mid-show, she's got to get to the bathroom. I'm like, okay, girl, I'll go with you. So we are walking through the mud on the hill and um, there are these guys who are sliding Sliding, down the mud hill, (laughs) right? Like it's a whole thing. Yeah. And they're starting way up at the top. And so I tell Lena, I'm like, okay, hold on. Hold on to my hand. I'm going to go in front of you. As I take a step... Some guy launches, he hits me, and I ride him down <laughs> the hill in my poncho. Mud goes up my jeans. I mean mud up both legs in my underwear. Oh my I mean, God. you can, you know, imagine. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, a yeah, long yeah. ride. Yeah. It was a long ride. Yeah, you're
2: Tilly done. Park. You're done for the day.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I really took one for her because I knew, you know, like, please, yeah. you're with child. And then, yeah, it ended up being the right of my life. She stayed upright? Yeah, she was fine. She just watched me go and she was uh, like, fuck, sorry.
0: Did he he get your phone number?
3: No, yeah, I never saw g- him again. Oh, no. I just like hopped off of him and like, oh my God, what just happened? And then we had to go back to the hotel. And of course, you know, like, how do you even put me in a cab? You know,
4: I'm a cab that's driver's so nightmare. Yeah. You take the poncho off and you rinse out.
3: Well, I just got in the bathtub in all my clothes and just like started taking off layer by layer. And there you
2: go. <laughs> See, that's those are and the I'll things that And I'll never forget
3: it- that night. And but, her Heart was fun. But I was going to say,
0: but did they play Barracuda? Because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, good, good.
3: Yeah.
4: That's, That's what they were playing as she yeah, rode maybe.
3: this guy. That's down how down. so out. awesome. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: I have a kind of a crazy mud story from Tinley Park, also. That's really? Yeah.
3: yeah, it's a dangerous place.
0: What, you want to hear it? Yeah, I want to hear it. We were, it was Ozfest in 2001. Ozfest. Yeah. Ozfest. Ozfest with uh, Ben Stomberg. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Josh Mills. I'm trying to think of some other people who were there. I don't know, but when we got there, uh, uh, we got there at like 11.30. So we got there early. Like 11.30, this festival goes till midnight, right? Right. Ozzy and I think Black Sabbath are closing it out. Uh, And a band called American Head Charge was on stage (laughs) when we showed up. I'm not kidding you. The lead singer... Uh, was firing off fake rounds when we walked up. Yeah, from the American head oh charger. My God. And, the, and, the, and the the keyboard players keyboard kept moving back and forth. Anyway, fast forward <laughs> to uh, uh, to later on um, of all these bands, there's like Mudvayne and Rob Zombie and Zach Wilde oh, yeah. and, and Marilyn Manson and Slipknot, right? All the Ozzy's uh, friends are there that night. His scary
2: friends. <laughs> they're all nice. opening That's for Taylor Swift now, they're aren't all they? There. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah.
0: And amongst exactly. them, amongst them is the rock band, but kind of poppy because they're on pop radio. Papa Roach, 2001, only like two years, right? So we're well into the day, we're like uh, mid-afternoon, it's hot, people are drunk, Um, and it was muddy the night before, Papa Roach comes out and the metalheads are not having it, so they pick up sod from all the way back to where you started your slide down, and Ben and I are in the pavilion, we're in seats. They're throwing big pieces <gasps> of sod. They're throwing as much as launching everywhere. It's oh like... Oh my, what? It's, like yeah. be, it's like Beirut in 91. <laughs> oh and I don't even know Lord. if that was the Beirut in 91. But So we have to turn around so we don't get hit. We're dodging <laughs> clogs, right? Fucking Papa Roach says... We don't care. We're gonna play through this. They won the fucking crowd over. Really, the sod starts go- stops going. Eleven thousand people are cheering on Papa Roach.
4: You buy the end of the
0: show.
2: And you, this
4: to this wow. day is why Eric still. Oh rocks my god, at Papa he yelled, Eric yelled
2: back at him. You're supposed to smoke that shit, yeah. not throw it. Why are you
0: throwing it? <laughs> same show a little later. Um, I was really there just to see Ozzy and Black Sabbath. You know, all these other bands were great, but it was fine. Um, Slipknot comes on, and they're the guys that wear all the masks. You can't see their faces. Yeah. There's like eleven of them on stage. They're from Iowa. They're crazy. Um, and the lead singer gets on, and the first thing he says, "I've been drinking all day and doing some other things." <laughs> oh! <laughs> and so my head is to the level of when I hear this, um, you're all going home in a body bag. The first thing he said to the crowd, I was like,
2: yeah, the, just he the floor. body." <laughs> he bag? said, "You're all going home in a body." bag He said, "You're
0: all going home in a body bag." That was another band. They were there too. That band. <laughs> Ah, and it freaked me out. (laughs) No, that was his limbo. That was just that day. That's not even my greatest concert experience, but that was a Tinley Park mud experience. Yeah. Theodore,
4: I've been to more concerts than I can remember, and I shit you not, with this man right here. Like yeah. he has told me stories about Pearl Jam shows that we've been to, and I'm like, <laughs> I was at that. I do not remember oh, that. Speaking of
0: having to pee at a show, you you <laughs> almost did it, at Sturgill Simpson. Remember? Oh, what? Because they brought at, at Thalia Hall. Do you know uh, Thalia Hall? Is it Thalia in Chicago? Oh, oh nice a venue? Club. Yeah. Oh no, I like, don't know. 2012, 2013, were there. There, yeah. And it was so packed. We're front row, and they served beers up at the bar oh, at yeah. the front of the stage. Yeah, they did. Whoa. So by the time he came on, we're not leaving. We've, we're up <laughs> yeah. front for Sturgill Simpson. Yeah. Ted's like, I'm gonna have to pee in this bottle. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I think you can get by with it because you're, like, you're not getting it. back there. <laughs> no, and if you go back there, you're not getting back here. Right. You're not getting back here. <laughs> right. So he left.
3: You did. You left. He you did leave. The he <laughs> did
0: leave, and I met him. Clinging to a pole. Later on, it was alright. It was sure. fine. He was clinging to I a did. pole. And I think I think this
4: coincides with the story that I was about to tell, which is Eric has driven me home. You've been sober more years than I have. Yeah, yeah. And you have driven me home from so many concerts. Thank you. And I think it was this show. We were coming home from Chicago. You were driving the little silver car that I used to have. Maybe yes. And I'm I'm such a shitty friend that I fall asleep mm. because I've smoked too much, I've drank too much, I've done whatever too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Damn Eric much. is the guy who's driving home. It's one o'clock in the morning. I don't hmm. even stay awake through Chicago traffic. I'm on speed, so I'm just up, just uh, yeah. a douchebag. <laughs> and I remember, like, at one point, I'm dreaming about. My wife, or yes, my wife, and I reach over and I start playing (laughs) with the back
5: of your hand, and he's like,
4: "What the fuck are you doing right now?"
0: This really did happen. (laughs)
4: Was that that night? Yeah, it probably was. It was was in Chicago. That's amazing. I totally remember. I remember. I was like,
0: "Oh, he's just like, oh, that's nice." You know, (laughs) a friend and a friend. I got, I got. I said, "That's nice," and then I'm like. All right, now that's nice and I'm never telling anybody. And then <laughs> then it got too nice. I shit uh. you not I wake
4: up to you going, "What the fuck are <laughs> you doing?" doing? Right I can now? literally <laughs> hear you
3: saying that. I can hear you saying that.
2: Anyway.
4: I love you, Good
2: brother. Stuff. The, oh. the the first time we saw the Stones in seventy eight. Yes, we left from Pittsfield. There were six of us. There were two, so we took two cars. Going to St Louis. Going to uh, Chicago, Chicago to Soldier Field. Yeah, and we take took cardboard and and used some like duct tape, and we had it said Stones are bust. Yeah. on oh, yeah. the back of each car, which is like an automatic pull me over pull me over oh, pulled, no. pulled me oh over, man yeah and, uh, the statute of limitations children don't try this at home this was then <laughs> not now we were going up i55 and i had my car and rick miller had his mustang and we would pull those cars close enough to each other wow. to pass beers across we were passing <laughs> beers and eight track tapes from oh, car yes. to car going up i55 <laughs> With stones or bus signs You're on the right. backs of the car. Oh,
0: my
5: God. That's that's, a, that's
0: hilarious. You say passing beers. I just, there was a piece of, <laughs> piece of audio on, on Reddit recently, and it was from 1980 in some state. I think it was Alabama, and they just passed, <gasps> passed the You Can't Drink and Drive, 1980, in this particular state. And it was a couple live cuts from people, and a lady's like with her baby in the front seat. Of the truck. Oh my God. She's like, what are you going to take away from us next? I can't even get in my car after a hard day of work and crack one open <laughs> or oh two. <laughs>
5: Or two. So, or two. <laughs> literally before
3: then, it was legal to drink and drive. In no. some states. Uh, in many
2: states. Yes. Te- Texas was one of the last yes. ones, too. I'm going to get think, a yeah. son, where's your six pack? Well, you know, I, I don't, you know what, Mandy? I don't know if it was legal for the driver. Uh, maybe <laughs> or the Maybe the, the passenger, for sure. Yeah. No, and in, maybe the in driver. Montana,
4: in Montana, uh, open container is legal. You just cannot be and over required. the limit.
0: And required. Like you, required. You
4: can drink. like one Now time, or a long time no, ago? No, just, now? well, all right, so this was 15, 20 years ago, but we were driving, and I had a beer in my hand. I was riding, but, like, we saw a cop, and I put my beer down, and the driver, the dude who was driving was like, dude, don't do that. Like, this is legal. He's like, you make sudden movements. They'll think we're doing something wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: oh we're drinking Lord. and driving right now. And he's like, that's not
4: wrong. <laughs> when I lived oh, wow. in Wyoming... I lived in this city called Du well it's Dubois, but they call it Dubois. Dubois, yeah. And then Jackson, you go north from Dubois, and that's uh, Yellowstone. Kay. And then you go west from there is Jackson Hole. So I'm making this thing, and I used to live down here. Ted is
3: making an air map. I'm by making the way, an just air so map, you know. and it looks
4: like the Hang Loose dude. But like, you would drive north to Yellowstone, and then over to Jackson Hole, and we went to Jackson Hole all the time. And they were talking about, you'd go over, I want to say it's Logan's Pass, but I'm probably wrong about the name of the pass. But they were talking about lowering the speed limit on this big mountain pass that you had to do. And I shit you not. The entire reason that they did not lower it from sixty five to fifty-five was because it was a six-pack drive at sixty-five and if they lowered the speed limit, it would be a twelve pack drive that's and fabulous. people would be too fucked up to make it. <laughs> that was the rationale, rationale of of the like the city officials are like, if we lower it, that's gonna be a twelve pack ride. Oh
3: my what? <laughs> yes. yes.
2: Well, I mean, so it,
4: they knew that wow. people were drinking, making that
2: trip. I think wow. of another, you know, ZZ Top song, and th- again, things have changed a lot, and we nobody wants to see anybody. Right, get hurt. And we
4: never but, did this but, stuff. By the way, we, we only heard about, heard about it. it.
2: Yeah. The ZZ Top song "Arrested for Driving While Blind" uh, this <laughs> makes me think of what. <laughs> Well, we for you know? <laughs> there's gonna be uh, heavens.
0: There's gonna be a time when, uh, when uh, you know, I'm I'm pushed out of radio. I'm just maybe get too old, and Mandy's voice might get you know crackly. So, yeah, too many lucky strikes. But
3: <laughs> no, when my right. luckies?
0: When <laughs> when is a when is a photographer told to retire?
4: When you
2: when uh, you're too blind to well, drive? Somebody said, "When you know, what's your retirement plan?" And I tell them cremation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I I don't I don't. Right. It's th- as long
0: as you still got the eye and you can hit that that switch.
2: It's it's. I right now I'm living in the moment of having fun and being with you guys. Awesome. I'm not yeah, thinking about. What, you. No, what i I'm just, No, I. I don't. I'm I, I, just thinking. For a photographer, there really is no plan as long as you can do that. Right? Well, and I used to be able to get by with that, and then now I've got a. I've got. I'm proud to say I've got a wife, and I love her, uh-huh. and and she tolerates me. That's so awesome. I mean, I have to. It's good to think about someone other than yourself a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so I is. was actually
3: going to ask you about that, Kent. So, like you mentioned, that you don't have any kids. So is this. Your first marriage? Yes. Yeah. So, and you found each other a little bit later in life. Is that just purely luck? I well, mean, like
2: we're quickly on that. I'm four years older. We're both from the same hometown.
3: No. We
2: no are both way. From did you guys go? Like- and we dated briefly in oh, college, no. and we went our own ways. Yeah.
4: I had no idea. But yeah. She's so she's, she knew what she was getting into, and well, did it
2: anyway. God bless her. <laughs> He remember, she remembers. He does, wow. have, he does have good taste in music. <laughs> or men. <laughs> uh, and we joke. We joke about, you know, we, we've known each other for a long time. I mean, but I would have been starting college when she would have been starting high school. Sure. So the four years you thing. And we, creep. four years is not, well,
3: four <laughs> my year. husband's 12 years older than me. Well, so. my, my
2: mom and dad, there was a whopping like 19 years. Really? It was Whoa. their second marriage. But we joke about, like the summer of '75, when I was really following the Stones tour, I was a 16-year-old stock boy at Lemons IGA at, in Pittsfield, and I worked with Brian Irvin and Bob Ward and a lot of my friends. And I, I, you know, four years is nothing at this stage in our life. But I look back and I think, imagine telling Brian and Bob, "Yeah, you know, I've got my eye on a little 12-year-old." <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like, <"Dude, laughs> I would've no. been 16. Uh, okay, at the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. let's cut that part out. Part <laughs> no, out no, no
3: out. I get it. You know that's that's the beauty of it, though. Like the universe is always working on our behalf, right? So like you you cross paths and then you know you came back around, yep. and it's and you have that lovely history and a shared history of a hometown and people that you both know, which
2: makes it a lot more easy because we we you know mutual friends, mutual growings up. It just we 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 just went to her niece's wedding. We drove out to uh, is it Kings. Oh, I've been getting Miss Kingsport, Tennessee, Kingston. Okay. Far, we went to her niece's wedding. And, you know we Kingsmen. Uh, Kings, your, your Kings, cabin looked awesome. We, we we have fun together. Yes. yes. And that's I mean. And I, she loves
3: music as much as you do.
2: No, no, no. nobody can love music more <laughs> yeah, than I do. Fair. But she, but she loves the Doobie Brothers, and that. And that'll do. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's it, ironically. Here I am with you guys today. I had not seen a concert in three and a half years. I had not been to a basketball arena show, uh, a, you know, a bigger place, since yeah. 2012. And then I come on with you guys, and then at the very last minute, we got invited. Was it last do-
0: minute last night, too? Like, hey, you well, want to go to Doobie Bros? Two
2: days. Two days. It was my friend Rob's.
0: Who's still in that damn band that's awesome?
2: Well, uh, Tom Johnson was out because he's got some back issues. Patrick Simmons is Patrick's the wheezy. long the long hair guy yeah. is there RIP. skunk no skunk isn't is he's isn't not playing head. with them. Yeah, but they they played for 2 hours and 10 minutes and did about 24 songs and they sounded wow. great and then the Michael McDonald element McDonald was with them last night oh
5: yes oh. Nice. and so
2: it's like it's like the Doobie Brothers who are rockers and the Doobie Brothers who were polished. It literally was like seeing two different bands on stage last night. Good for you. Yeah. Cool. I'm glad he was there So it was a great them. show. Yeah. And was where was last that? Last night? Last Peoria? night in Peoria. Cool. Oh, shit. Yeah. And it, it was not planned. It was a last minute deal. I yeah. got to get on Facebook. More. Have you got,
0: I know you. how you love, uh, I don't know why I didn't ask you this before, uh, Neil Young and the Stones and the Who. Have you ever shot any of those three?
2: Shot the Who. You got to shoot the Who. Got to shoot the Who for three songs. That's so great. Yeah, where for they, three
0: songs. Did those and pictures? Then they kicked you out? Did they? Yes. Where did they wow. make it?
2: That's how it is. Works now.
3: Yeah.
0: Wow. Nice. Where did those uh, who pictures end up?
2: For the Daily Herald. Yes. And I and I do have the uh, well, I don't have the negatives, but I was able to make I was able to digitize the negatives. So actually, one of the, one of Pete Townsend is on my website. Yeah. Wow. So
3: just to go in, like, complete rando order, after Chicago, you came down to Galesburg and you worked at the Register Mail. Yes, ma'am. For
2: 13 years.
3: 13 years. And then you went on your own.
2: Believe it or not, I've been, it'll be 13 years in October. I've been self-employed almost as long as I was at the paper. Congratulations. That's very Again, Ted, I'm an old... No you're, not. no, you're not. I just can't. A year, you guys, a year goes by like a week.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: it does. Did digital give you anxiety coming out of uh, uh, being a guy that came up in the '60s in Life magazine? You just
2: make you mean you mean going from film to digital? Yeah. Not nah, the, the the camera part of it didn't. I I'm no. Here's another man who's so proficient with Photoshop and that kind of stuff. I'm. I don't. You just had to learn a few new things. You had to learn a few new things, but I should have learned. I should have tried harder to learn. A lot of new things because Photoshop uh, is just so involved but that what
4: what it gave us like creatively versus what you used to have, because Kent and I spent hours in the dark room and you'd have a paintbrush and you would like use bleach to lighten up an area or oh you'd use God. your hands and do light over I just to use my phone. I just use my phone. <laughs> 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 I mean you would you Sounds would, really hard. You would spend hours in the dark room and you would make I mean that that red skeleton. Probably we made a dozen of those before we got, got it the just one right. That yeah. was good. Yeah, and yeah. now you just sit in Photoshop and, you were and you're like click, dealing click, with click. chemistry
2: yeah. and breathing chemistry, and it, it, yeah. that part of it is cleaned up. But it's just... I miss
4: those times. I, by well, the way. there's
2: a it, it was to me. It was more of a and like Ted said, you had to be disciplined about how many pictures you were. T- you got 36 exposures to a roll of film. It took more discipline, in my opinion. It was a little bit more of an art form, but the computer now also enables people to put their own stamp of exactly what style of mm-hmm. photo. you know, they make their picture look their own, which is yeah. like, and someone said, you know, whether it's a eight by 10 view camera, which is what Ansel Adams used to shoot, or whether it's an iPhone, uh, the that's just the vehicle or the tool to uh, capture the vision that you see with your eyes was it just a thing that you had to have an
0: ansel adams in the 90s because i I had one did you have one yeah you had to yeah
5: yeah
2: (laughs) fucking love ansel adams (laughs) do you have one currently i don't have one but i mean is he fantastic oh he was the king of that genre yeah Yeah.
4: that and um so when you said what what does kent's like what what does he do post photography yeah teach Teach. Like, uh, mm. I loved, and talking about Look Magazine, I loved Archie Lieberman. I loved his work. And I was lucky enough to take one of his classes when he taught at Knox. Mm. Mm. And um, that, you know, I, I remember at the time I was so disappointed because, like, I was just devouring photo magazines, books, whatever, hanging out with Kent, learning. But back then, you shot... Four, ten rolls of film to get one picture, and you're like, well, that's the... Like, I worked at a photo lab so I could afford to develop pictures. Yeah. And I really thought Ansel was going to give... Or, I'm sorry, Ansel. Archie. Archie was going to give me this, and his class was more like a philosophy of photography. Mm-hmm. And at the time I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want to know about light, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. and in retrospect, I'm like, holy shit. I wish that I had been there and yeah. I could see you like in a classroom being like, shut up with your iPhone 45 and listen to me about how light hits this piece of paper on your windowsill. <laughs> I could see that.
2: It, like looking at Archie stuff or some of the, a lot of that. I say stuff, you know. It's their work. I don't mean that. Uh, some of that you you look back and it looks dated, but yet on the same time it looks timeless too. Oh yeah. I mean it was just it was it was real. I got a I got a book from uh, a coffee table book. A couple summers ago from another photographer named Ethan Russell, who is the yeah. only photographer to ever photograph his album covers for The Stones, The Beatles, and The Who.
1: We hope you enjoy our chat with picture maker and moment catcher, Kent Kriegshauser, on episode 10 of A Little Off Track.
0: going to say, throw some of those great musical photographer names out. Jim Marshall.
1: Marshall, Ethan,
2: Ethan Russell. Henry Diltz, yeah. Annie Leibovitz, when, you oh, know, yeah, her yeah, days yeah. with Rolling Stone magazine. Neil,
0: is it Neil uh, z- z- z-
2: z- 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 Zolliter or Zollinger? something? Zollinger. Zollinger, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Zagaris is still an active photographer in the Bay Area. Okay. Uh, Michael Putland was maybe the guy who I was trying to think of. There were many, but um, Baron Woolman was the original photographer for Rolling Stone magazine. Can you
4: imagine being a Rolling Stones photographer like back in the heyday? Back in the sixties, it was and all of, those
2: photographers will tell you guys. It's it was it, it was they they had to know what to do with it. But any photographer will tell you it's all about access.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah. sure. If
2: you can't, I, the photographers last night I ran into Matt Dayhoff and Ron Johnson. There's, but Matt still works for the Peoria paper. Ron used to, but now he works for Peoria Magazine. Those guys got their three songs at the Doobie Brothers, but not only did they only get their three songs, they were shooting with like 300-millimeter lenses. They didn't get to shoot from the photo pit. They had to shoot from clear oh, back the by way. the soundboard. Yeah. And so the extra challenge on that was not only the distance, but when the Doobie Brothers first came on stage, uh, people stood up. And so I'm sure they were having to shoot through people's heads. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's way... Access is almost... People that There's see no the Doobie anymore. Brothers
4: can still stand... You're
3: honoring Yes. <laughs> hey can Kent. Yeah. Kent have you ever done an exhibition or like a like a show?
2: I've had a few. I've been yeah. part either a part I've had a, a show at Culver Stockton College years ago. I've had some of my pieces in. That time that Ted Bevanauer got first and I got second.
3: He's a stinker. <laughs> would He's you do a like a modern show? I mean I would love to see your body of work. I really yeah. would.
2: I haven't yeah. done one in a while and and they're if you don't do your own framing and matting, they're awfully expensive to put together. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, if there's an underwriter out there, then I might do one, Mandy. But um, it, you know, the best for now, I guess, would be if people want to see my work, would be and I'm also in the process of updating, but my website is sort of my portfolio. Yeah, send
4: Kent us there. What is Houser
0: that?
2: KentKriegshauser.com. Kent Yeah. And
4: yeah. you're gonna be like, I can't fucking spell Kriegshauser. You can't. Don't worry, we're gonna put it no, in the show notes. I wait, wait, do the it. E, right? No,
0: no. K R E I. I E. Oh.
4: I. E. Fuck. It's ha, German. Ha. <laughs> I always before each. I, I win the it out. spelling bee oh you're right you're right so you got it so
3: if someone I mean you said you're doing freelance and you've been doing it for 13 years you're excellent at it and Thank it sounds you. like you take on a myriad of projects what I, is bringing I, in the I do
2: some corporate and editorial I call it corporate and editorial work I do if you were to go out to Dave's Auto Body and they have the Wall of Fame photos of all the employees yeah. on the, I do those I do a lot of work for Monmouth College they're very good to me I do I mean I do so I do for them I do sports photography, I do uh, view book photography, you know, feature photography. I do work sometimes for Knox College when Steve Davis is busy or they need extra help. So I do senior portraits. About the only thing that I've sort of, I would never say never, but at one time I had done a few weddings, and I'm mm-hmm. that's a whole different animal into itself. Sure and I'm not really taking those on right yeah. now.
4: Every yeah. year at the Stearman Fly In, mm-hmm.
2: I do there
4: yeah. is like a, a group like a photo, cla- a group photo, a class reunion photo. So out on the field, Kent comes out, and we get on the scissor lift and go way up into the air, and he takes, like, the group photo of all the pilots that came that year. Right. Uh, so stuff like that.
2: So a little, I do, I've done some food photography for uh, the Patton Block.
3: Oh, nice. You know, yeah. where we
2: stylize the food, and I make a little studio on, you know, most of, I don't have, reta- not retail space, I don't have a, a studio per se because of what I do is on location. Yeah, absolutely. So I go to the client rather than the client. Rejuvenation
0: of homes or businesses. He's done uh, documents. Some real estate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've done some real
3: estate. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And like headshots. Oh, sure, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. You should see the badass stuff he does. A little bit of everything,
2: other than, like I said, other than I'd I'd say weddings right now would be, when I say a hard no, I don't mean that. I'm looking forward in September. He's probably not doing your wedding. Yeah. September, I get to travel to St. Charles, Missouri, and I'm going to do an engagement shoot. Oh, and and pretty. that's downtown St. Charles, is sort of oh, his story.
0: You better Paul, be awesome yeah. or kind of know him or just be really damn cool. And no. Have cash
2: on hand. Hey, if you yeah. Want yeah. Cash I'm really hand. damn you guys, cool, and
4: he still won't take pictures of my daughter for me. Yeah.
2: I did, and she spilled the beans. We did those Christmas photos, and she was supposed to keep it a secret, that's and true. then she tells on me <laughs> or tells grandma. Or, <laughs> it's like no it's we true. don't we don't have any secrets no. um <laughs> It's time for the thing about the thing. Oh, Ken, thing, about a thing. thing.
0: The, the right. thing about the thing is when we uh, kind of go around the horn and we talk about something we've read, seen, or uh, watched. Or, just, or done. Or done that we want somebody else to enjoy and know about. And, and Mandy's chomping at the bit, so she's going no, first Mandy, today. No, Mandy, because I'm, I'm going to have to
2: think. i not chomping
3: the at the bit, but I will, I've been thinking she's about this. ready. I'm reading a book, and so I thought about talking about that. And, you know, we always have shows because we are lovers of shows. We are connoisseurs You're
2: a of reader? Shows. Go I'm
3: a That's good. Yeah. But um of late I have been seeing a lot of people that were in my life at one point and then, you know, I haven't seen in a while. I feel like I'm doing my own Reunion tour, (laughs) really? Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So just last week, I had lunch with Ashley Anderson, who we worked with at the radio station. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I got to see her, and it's been a while. She runs Garden Gate. Then the very next day, I had lunch with Bob O'Connor, Terry Cavanaugh,
4: what,
0: and Lori at the same time.
3: Yeah, and Lori Plunk, the four of us had lunch at La C- I If
0: I knew you were having a radio Legend, legends lunch, radio and...
3: legends lunch.
4: What? There's a reason right? you weren't invited, buddy. I guess.
3: <laughs> and then, uh, then I just had a grad girls reunion. The girl that I rode down the hill for, <laughs> saw her and the other two gals that are really good friends from grad school. And this coming um, Thursday, well, I'm I'm having lunch with David Tram from That's the radio awesome. station yeah, this yeah. week. And then I'm having dinner with Courtney and Trisha, who are my best friends from, like, kindergarten, right? Did so you grow like, up
2: in this area?
3: Little York. Little
0: York. Yeah. They were yeah. there when you put the the little thing in the When I t- sailed Tylenol. the Tylenol yeah, yeah. dreams yeah. down the oh, river, Cedar yeah.
5: Creek. Oh, yeah. So,
3: anyways, I just, you know, it's kind of been a lot of socializing for me because I am an introverted person. Like, that's how I get my energy. Um, but it's important to maintain your relationships with people and you always say, let's get together. Let's have coffee. Let's do lunch. And you don't. And every year time goes faster. It just is. That's the way it goes. So if there's somebody that's been on your mind or in your heart for whatever reason, I just can't encourage you enough to reach out to them. Take time now because tomorrow's never promised and you won't regret it.
4: That's good advice right there. I'm an emotional person, and she's words. almost bringing me to tears. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, you- Kent
4: and I do that all the time. Like, oh, hey, we'll bump into each other, or we'll talk for this long and be like, do we got to go get coffee? Yeah, we got to get coffee. And then time goes by, and then a week goes by, and then a year goes by. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Like, tomorrow is not promised.
3: Yeah, do do the thing, and I'm lucky enough to get to see you, Yahoos. You know, <laughs> every, every other week, week. or so, and yeah. And it's yeah. it's so important to me. So yep. you know, I it's cool to get to see these faces. Yeah. Because you know, people become part of the fabric of your everyday life when you work with them, and then you change careers or you go a different path, and they just kind of disappear from that fabric, and it takes something away. So it it's does. important to revisit that and remember who you were at that. Place and time, yeah. who you both were, and how you've evolved, and that's just a good reflection.
4: Can I ask one question though?
3: Deep thoughts by Jack Handy. At, yes.
4: At La Cantonita's, Yeah. What does a Terry Kavanaugh eat?
3: Oh, she had. What did she had? She had a some kind of a burrito. Yeah. I yeah. They have a lovely. A they are under new ownership, and I, you know, I loved what Elby had done there. Yeah. Obviously, it's so cool. Um, but you know, if you're curious, they. The food is still amazing.
0: If you're listening and wondering what a Terry Cavanaugh is, just a, just a radio legend, <laughs> just a radio, yeah, just legend. a Marconi
3: award-winning <laughs> yeah, radio right. personality yeah. who yeah. was an institution on WGIL radio for 25 years. Yeah. Marconi,
0: Marconi, by the way, is the award the highest award you can get. It's like an Oscar for radio. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah and amazing. she has one. Yeah. So,
3: anyways, La Cantonita was great, but the the people really made it exquisite. Absolutely,
0: that's awesome. See, that's see your see your old friends and embrace them and make keep that that coffee appointment yeah yeah for sure awesome Man,
4: good job if you have, try to follow that Ted I just have nothing <laughs> Is it me now? Yeah. you going to make me follow
0: that? Well, yeah. Son of a bitch. I think I timed your last one out. It was like seven and a half minutes, so make this one quick.
4: All right, quicker. All right. Uh, mine, uh, can you guys see my neck? Oh,
0: my God. Yeah, where'd you go?
4: Yeah. So my wife and I are building a pergola oh on God. our deck yeah. because you we can't afford right. to. Thank you. <laughs> we can't afford to tear it down and put in a patio, so we're just building a pergola on top of it. Yesterday, we spent the day uh, pressure washing the deck and all the Ooh. furniture. Yeah. Nice. I mean, if you've never been to Reddit and gone to the subreddit of pressure washer porn, you need to check that out because it is a real thing. You know,
3: I'm actually not going to check it out. So. No, it's no. it's
4: awesome. You just watch people like pressure wash their driveways. Oh, okay, I could get or, into that. Yeah, I mean, it's not like no, a pressure washer okay. in a porn situation. I
3: can't trust <laughs> you. You know
4: that. So <laughs> I I I understand. You guys, you guys. I really do. <laughs> But we spent the day doing that, and then this morning we were out there again, and we're building this, we're listening to the Seth uh, Conquith, did Mm -hmm. I say his
0: name right? (laughs) Coquith. Coquith, Conquith. We
4: were listening to that (laughs) podcast, and we... (laughs)
0: Oh, we love you, Seth.
4: We I do love Seth. you, Seth. We I do just know can't know your say name. your last name. Okay, Beerenhauer, okay. Beeson <laughs> Kriegs, and Meiner. I mean, they're <laughs> hard <are> last <laughs> names. <laughs> we all uh, have them uh, on the and show Belser. today. You're right. You're right. B-
3: B- 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 or Blazer, Bielzer Bob, right.
0: not everyone can have a cool last name like Hanson, <laughs> so easy.
4: Uh, so, really, my thing was just uh, 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 to kind of, like, hold hands with yours about seeing people. Get out and do something with your spouse. Like, nice. it's it, it was fun. Like, the two of us doing a project together was just, um, I mean, nobody yelled at anybody. Uh, my wife did call me a dick a handful of times. <laughs> but, I mean, there were, the, other than that, that's about as Is strong, that different
3: from any other day? Not I'm, really.
2: And yeah. No. Your name's not even Richard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not even Richard. It's just not a even little Pigeonhauser. <laughs> I don't. I don't got one either. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Um. I'm gonna go a with you. On that. On I'm the gonna thing piggyback that we on going here. on that. That um, I shoot uh, weddings with my wife. We do videography oh, yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. When when you quit. Back in the day, after one wedding, you're like, I'm done with this shit. Was shame.
3: that my wedding that he quit
4: after?
0: Maybe that? yours could have been the last one. Yeah. It yeah. was the
4: straw that broke the <laughs> camel's back, maybe. Like, Sorry <laughs> about that. Fucking bridezilla. You're like, <laughs>
0: Rude. <laughs>
4: Richard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why can't I do hate king stands at somebody else's wedding? No, you can't. You're supposed to be taking pictures. <laughs> but I know her. Yeah. Uh, so God, Lord. My That's wife! My, purse. my wife, my wife shoots weddings with me. And uh, you know, it's a long sometimes it's a long day, and you take sure. that for granted. But there are many great moments during weddings. We go to so many uh, uh weddings. Um, And just sharing that with her, knowing that we get to do that together, knowing that it's, it's coming up and we get to hang out there and afterwards and um, that don't have to pay anybody else
4: <laughs> nice <laughs> that's it right there. Is is uh, Hanson does not charge enough by the way so <laughs> there's not enough money to pay anybody that's else that's
0: right <laughs> but but as Kent would say just the spending time when you've been and we got we're 27 years This I can't believe I've been committed to anything in my life for 27 years but, but you that know awesome. yeah we got that well, yeah. this August and just as you get older and the more you spend even those little moments I know your husband works at home and you do Mandy yeah there's we, you know you you probably get yeah, on each other's nerves, but, but the moments that you're there for each other and that you get to do these things together, it's, it's awesome. And just watching something together or cooking in the kitchen yeah. or fixing something together without arguing, me and my yeah. wife... We have a clock radio incident. You know those kind that go underneath <laughs> yeah. the cabinet in kitchens? Yep. Yeah. One of our greatest fights ever. Wow. <laughs> it was about the clock radio. Uh, worth it. That was kind of a lesson for us. We're like, for now on when we do things together, maybe let's not hit each other. <laughs> and and we haven't since, so no. But you that made me think like doing things together with your spouse is it's pretty and awesome. we were talking about Oscars
4: and Marconis and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. You're, whatever it is for marriage, your wife deserves one. Yes. Yeah. 27 years. Yeah. Yes. Twenty. 20- so do you guys feel like when years. you go
3: to somebody's wedding with your spouse and like you're sitting there and you're watching someone take their vows, um, Don't do it! whether you're okay. religious or spiritual <laughs> or you're just seeing it from, you know, like the, the civil agreement that they're entering into, yes. um, it almost feels like a little bit of a vow renewal
2: do you ever feel yeah. that way? We I just, agree. Th- this wedding we went to in Tennessee was the first wedding we'd been to as a married couple Aww. since we got married last September, and that's exactly—it was like exactly how. I felt. So
3: I yeah. bet. Yeah, yeah. I love that.
2: That's awesome.
0: You're yeah. probably right. That's it. Probably is a solidifier and a nice oh, glue for our marriage. Yeah. yeah,
3: no, I absolutely see to how maybe it would do be. those
0: things. Yeah, God's uh-huh. like, hey, you get he, this guy's got to be in a lot of ways I- <laughs> to remind him that he's married. <laughs> So go to one, like, one every three months.
2: You know, when, when, when Mandy started it about, the, you know, you guys are putting me on the spot, I thought maybe she was going to tell me that she's been inspired to have another baby so I could oh, do, some, do some <laughs> photos. <laughs> that Too would much have time. to take the good Lord
4: himself
0: coming down and giving me a message, yeah, Kent. That
4: did you not hear not that
0: intro she gave to that moment earlier? That was Wait, crazy.
4: Giving you a message or giving you a baby? I don't know.
3: Well, but I don't want it. But... Um, yeah, no. <laughs> I will say yeah. next time I will go the epidural route cuz I did the natural birth just cuz I'm I'm kind of stubborn. I'm yeah. an Aries and I wanted to see if I could do it. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I want to can I do it? And I did it, did. but I don't know why now, because <laughs> it was kind of... Put the drugs right? in me! So next time, like, the moment we step in the hospital, I want all the drugs. <laughs> but it's not happening. Also, it's not happening. See the
0: size of that epidural needle? Yeah. I want the horse Lord.
3: tranquilizer. I want, like, the ketamine. <laughs> I d- but I don't want any. I'm not doing it again.
2: The ketamine. <laughs> Can't. <laughs> uh, this is a tough. Can't. T- yeah. T- and I know this up, man? Any, <laughs> you guys don't know me as well as. If you have your, and I think, the, on my re, on my run to the restroom last night, Lori said that uh, Patrick Simmons even said something about this. The world is kind of a wobbly place right now. Yeah. And uh, most of my dad's side of the family is gone. I have one aunt left from my mom's side, but uh, I'm emotional. I'm sentimental. Uh, I'm passionate but if you have your friends your family and your health we have just about everything that we need yeah. and I I would love to have lunch with you I know we keep you know it's great to see you again yeah, you too. I wish I saw you more often and I'm very fortunate but to be But we still see each other We quite do a bit for not we do each other very often. Yep but maybe
3: <laughs> uh, Eric's I'm, not committing to more I'm going to go down the road just
2: ever so slightly with a curve as yeah. much as I as much as I love people I'm sometimes a true, a true, true loner. I've Like some of those concerts I went to by myself. Because me too. If somebody doesn't want to go, I, it doesn't take a crowd for me to have. A, so you guys yeah. might have inspired me. I'm always willing to see other people, but it's been since 2020, and that didn't. That was ill-fated. I think it's about time for me to hop on the motorcycle. Oh, and, yeah. And Lori, Lori, Lori loves me enough to let me be me, and the motor, pack the tent and the gear on the motorcycle and head for the rockies or something, that's something like that for a little even, long time we didn't even lovely.
4: touch on today are some of the epic motorcycle journeys that you have taken over time
2: i've taken about i don't i i i didn't keep track of those you know but yeah. i've been, i've been on 15 or 16 major motorcycles. the motorcycle is Twenty-two years old. I bought it brand new, and I've got one hundred and twenty-five thousand miles well, on it. Yeah. Come back. You're the tenth episode.
0: Come back every ten episodes,
2: and yeah, tell will us you a, do that. You'll be twenty, and then you'll be thirty. Will you do that for us? I, I'll hang out with you guys he's anytime like, you want to. This, he's so like, like you guys aren't an gonna make
3: it to twenty.
0: but okay.
2: That's
0: adorable. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty damn sure. impressed. You made
5: it to ten. Sure, Eric. <laughs> right
0: Whatever you want.
2: <laughs> this is. Yeah, music and photography. Like I said we could be here till midnight, but I got to pee. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> hey, you
0: you've already you've already given us about uh, uh 2 hours of your time and we love you Kent. Um thanks for being here.
2: Yeah, thanks for coming today, buddy. Great to see everybody. It's it's yep, I hope you yep, walk yep. down
0: back down the street tonight. It's,
2: okay. it's so nice yeah. to
3: to get to know you better. I've always seen you about, you know. We yep. were we were neighbors in the neighborhood. Yep. And um, so <laughs> the, this is very did
5: cool.
2: You say neighbors labor-
0: in the neighborhood? Labor-
2: That's what I said. <laughs> in right. yeah. you know the neighborhood. That's awesome. Good. Um, thanks, guys, very much. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it's we didn't even talk about that night. The lights went on at Wrigley and where Kent was.
2: I was there. Across the street. Well,
0: rain, night one.
2: Rain, night one. When they were
0: supposed to put the lights on, did they still put them on?
2: Oh, the, the, the game started. They still put the damn lights on. Uh, the first person to hit a home run, unfortunately, it was not official because the game was called, was Phil Bradley, who was playing for the Phillies, and Phil is a Macomb, Illinois guy. That son Aww.
4: of a bitch. That
0: son of a bitch.
2: He hit a home run for the Phillies, but the game got called because of the rain. So, so did
0: you come back into the next night?
2: I don't think I did go you back the next night. But
0: night one, you were at a building across the street to get a great I was, view.
2: Well, I, I ended up on the roof of the building. I started on the ground okay. and in the stadium. Yeah. We had like virtually, I'd say seven out of our eight photographers were down there for that.
0: Wow. Literally, Every, if you were in Chicago, you got as close as you could. Every, it was a big night. Uh,
2: press came from all over the world for that,
0: and they were just turning damn lights on. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but it That's was wriggly. wild. Tonight, I'm going to turn the light on the bedroom. Heidi, <laughs> I'm turning the
5: light on.
3: Get up here. Get the camera. Come, kid. On, kid. <laughs> he sounds
2: like Howard's mom on uh, Big Bang. He,
0: he can s- yes. get him he on the roof of the Street. Howard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I could literally yell at that window.
3: <laughs> kid. <laughs> Can, can you see his house
0: from here? Well, almost. <laughs> Shit. Close, yeah. We're high above Cherry Street. Mandy, we love you. <laughs> love you both. Mandy, love thank you, you very yeah.
2: much. If you decide to have the baby, give me a call. Oh, <laughs> I hope Theodore? I Cash the damn check, Eric. <laughs> okay. yes. I love I'll see you. I soon. love all of you guys. <laughs> but. Hey,
0: yes, we're about so to fun. have Whitey's ice cream. So <gasps> shut that. your butt. That's what you were talking. <laughs>
3: about.
1: Are you still allergic to Whitey's ice cream? Amy? I
3: never was. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> Tune in next time as we kick off season two of A Little Off Track. More musicians, artists, and interesting folks are on the books. So listen in wherever you get your podcasts. Until then, be well and remember not to take anything too seriously.
5: Thank <laughs>